Hey everybody, it's uh, it's Derek here. Just a little disclaimer. Uh, we are going to speak a little bit about the election that just happened. And we recorded this before it was announced that Joe Biden was the winner. So we're talking as if the votes are still being counted. So yeah. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy and uh, thanks for watching. One, two, three, four. 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 One, e and a two, e and a three. E and a four e and a one e and a two e and a this is the music theory podcast <laughs> uh, hey guys what's up it's been a minute uh welcome welcome to the hugger cast uh the only podcast with more black hosts than black listeners <laughs> oh yeah so this is uh we've been away for a minute we were gonna try to wait till the end of the election so we could talk about that but uh this is like 2000 all over again yeah, so it turns out that um, a lot of states take a while to vote. I mean, to count. <laughs> yeah. This is... Uh, it's been such a tight race in the states that are being counted that they can't call it. Yeah, we usually don't go in too much to politics unless we can meme about it. But, I mean, this is the presidential election. It's, it's literally... A giant meme in itself. Yeah, not only is it a giant joke, it's a giant meme. And it's probably, it's one of the biggest, it's the biggest event this year besides, insert disease name here. Yeah, it's, it has been a shit show. Yeah, uh, I, I voted, Colton, you voted? I did vote, yes sir. Would you, would you, uh, would you care to share your vote with the people, or is that something you like to keep secret? Uh, that one I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep secret, being private boy. Okay, I'll, I'll share I'll, I'll share, I'll share with you off air. Okay, I'll share it only because there's a, a, a story. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I voted. I actually voted third party. I voted for Joe Jorgensen because she seemed pretty chill. And, uh, you know, that's cool if you disagree. That's fine. For but, the people uh, that don't know, she's the libertarian candidate. She's the candidate. libertarian candidate. Yeah, and uh, I actually caught a, a little bit of heat from some, uh, some peers of mine. Uh, I won't go into too much detail. But, a little uh, bit of heat, it... The way you made it sound was a lot of heat. Yeah. And that's the that's the thing. It's just like that's that's just why I hate election season, because it felt it felt like no matter who I voted for, I was gonna get crap from somebody. You were you were wrong. I was wrong no matter what. Yeah. Of course I, I, I uh a lot of people out if you're listening and you normally vote third party, you get the whole, oh, your vote was a waste or you're letting the the republic a lot of times from the democrats you'll get you'll let you're letting the republican win but from the republicans you get you're letting the democrats win yeah so it's like ah ah it feels great being berated i love it yeah uh, there's a lot of like oh like i don't care about like poc or like lgbt even though my constant support for these communities I'm actually part. Of, I don't know if you guys know this, uh, despite me saying a lot of uh, saying it a lot of the time. But I just so happen to be a brown individual. So he is a uh, he is both browns. He is a black and Hispanic man. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. I I won't go into too much of it just because it's like eh. But uh, I here's the thing. I, I've argued with conservatives and Republicans before, and while though we disagree, there's usually some sort of like, yeah, this is why I think this way, 
And it's like, ah, okay, there's some sort of understanding. But mm-hmm. I really hate arguing with, like, progressives. Especially because I'm pretty... The thing is, I'm on their side. Like, I'm pretty liberal, and I'm pretty progressive. Mm-hmm. But when you argue with progressives, there's just this this snark and this, like, moral superiority that you just don't get from any other side. And it comes a lot i could say this as a white person it's mostly the young white people who have that snark yeah it's like um sweetie um you're you're homophobic sweetie and there's they a get they have the the world figured out dead kennedy's wrote a song about that called holiday in cambodia oh yeah that's a that's a good song yeah it's it is really a that entire album is fantastic yeah that's some good stuff yeah it, it's that's it. I you know, it, during that conversation, I felt like I was back in 2016 or 2017 when I was making like SJW videos on SJWs and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, I feel like I'm back in this world. I feel like that culture is going away though, because a lot of those people are either growing up or just realizing how douchey they can come across. Yeah, either that or they're still that way, and just like people just don't talk to them. Um, could also be that. Yeah. You know what's funny is they actually poked fun at this very podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said they were they were calling you, uh, well, I guess, us out. Yeah, they're saying that I was only uh, arguing just so I could have content in the podcast. Well, here you go. If you're listening, <laughs> here's, here's what you wanted. Uh, <laughs> this is what you drove the man to do. <laughs> this is... <laughs> yeah, and so, like... Like here's the thing with the third party vote, uh, and I'll 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 quit quit it after this because it's it's depressing. It's a lot of people a lot of people think that if they didn't vote, their vote could have went to their side. In, in reality, most people that voted third party probably just would not have voted. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, one final way to show, like you know, maybe I know that's not going to make change this year, but maybe in my lifetime, this party will be an actual legitimate contender instead of standing in the wings exactly because if the third party gets 15 percent, that's all they need then they get invited to debates during the Mm -hmm. next election they get funding like it would be cool to have a third option although did she get more votes than johnson did last election i feel i think johnson may have gotten a little more i think johnson was probably the closest i think they were at like five percent uh don't quote me on it he did pretty all right and it's, well, who back? My mom always talks about. Was it was it Ross Perot that ran his third party and got like was actually getting like Pretty above close. the fifty yeah. percent that needed, but then uh, he started getting death threats and dropped out. Yeah, I remember Ross Perot running. I don't remember what party he was under. I just remember he was rich. That's all. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. he was some type of third party. That's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. So I mean, most of the people that vote third party, it's not because they don't care about, you know marginalized communities which i do care about but uh it's just because they they just don't want to play the party game mm-hmm. and it, it felt it felt like even though i hold the same views as like a lot of people that vote democrat it just because i didn't vote i didn't pick the right color because i didn't pick the right it felt like sports because i didn't pick the right sports team all of a sudden like you're not with us you're against us that's and I what feel, politics has turned into it's just a team yeah. identity. Like, I, I, it doesn't feel like you can have, like, really good conversations anymore with people. And that's, that's pretty much how I think change happens. You, you gotta be able to explain your point and mm-hmm. show the other person why yeah. you believe what you believe, not just scream at each other. 
which yeah, both they, sides are guilty of. Yeah, no, and it's not just a thing on the left either. It's a thing, definitely a thing on the right. There's the the always Trumpers who like if Trump set off a nuclear bomb that specifically targeted their place of living, they'd be like, "Oh, Trump! Trump did a great job," you know. I, I'm not gonna lie though. I I know people like that, and watching the meltdown that they're having currently is hysterical. Oh yeah, no, like I I don't like Trump. I I think he's an idiot. I think he's a child. Oh yeah, just the, the entire time of them saying like, I can't wait for all these liberal snowflakes tears when we l- crush this election, and now they're completely flipping, <laughs> no. and they are the giant baby baby people. Yeah, now they're the snowflakes. Like, yeah, that's like I meme on both candidates and I meme on both parties because I kind of just hate the whole party game. Uh, it's it's entertaining. I'll give the selection has been. It's been a while. Quite entertaining. Oh yeah, those debates were great. I loved watching them. But the th- the thing is, they were entertaining. But it like I was gonna, I was really close to voting for Biden, but I was like, he just didn't sway me. And mm. I can't stand Kamala Harris. I think she's just, she's honestly like a supervillain. <laughs> she is. When when you look at all the things person. she's yeah, when you look at all the things she's done, it's like uh. And the funny thing is, she's running under like the whole black thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, I think I'm blacker than Kamala Harris. Yeah, because what, is she part black, part Asian? Is that she, what I... She's like, yeah, well, she's like Indian. Indian, And like a okay. little bit of Jamaican. <laughs> she's Jamaican me crazy. She's Jamaican me want to kill myself, huh? Yeah, I mean, if I had, if gun to my head, if you're like, all right, pick between Trump and Biden, obviously I'd probably pick Biden. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I just didn't, I didn't want to cast my vote to him. Yeah, this thing, and I know a lot of people like that, but theirs was more, I'm not voting for him, I'm voting against Trump. Yeah, and I feel like that's just a, I don't know, in my opinion, like, I, I understand it, and I get it, I just feel like that's a bad way to have an election. Like, I feel like when you vote for someone, you should vote for them. I agree, but at the same time, I do see where these people are coming from. Yeah, no, I totally understand it, because I think, I, like I said, I hate Trump. Mine is just more the embarrassment it is to have all the world world leaders together and then to have him representing us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just really sad because I, I wanted Bernie, I wanted Andrew Yang, and I wanted Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. The thing that gets and... me is, like, Democrats are always like, we love minorities, we love minority voices, we love strong women. It's like, you had all of that. All of that this election. And you shut them all down. And you put up the old white dude? <laughs> we could have had a Jewish man. Yeah, we could have had a Jewish man. We could have had an Asian man. Freaking, we could have had a Hawaiian woman, first woman president. I would have voted. I love Tulsi. She was great. And she's honestly, hot. what what if Biden would have had Yang as his uh, VP? Oh, if, if uh, that's all, that I would have cast my vote definitely. Be like, all right, Yang <laughs> VP, I'm going. The Jewish Asian persuasion. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that would <laughs> see. I just, I selfish reasons. I would want Bernie to to win because then we'd get Larry David on SNL way more. Yeah, doing his, that's the his one Bernie thing. Impersonation. <laughs> that's the one thing I was like, man. When because uh, it looks like Trump's gonna get out of office, so I'm like, man, the end of all the Trump, the bad Trump impressions. It seems oh, like no one God. can do a good one. You know, I I know a whopping one person. That can do a good Trump impersonation, and he's Psychic Pebbles. Oh, yeah. I think it's because he is, he's just really good at voices in general. Because the way he explained it was perfect. It's like, 
they all try to do his cadence, but the reason his cadence is like that is because he's an old fat fuck who runs out of breath after every sentence he says. Yeah, let's let's both try a Trump impression. Um, oh no, let's I'm... uh, let's uh, okay, I'm I'm gonna try mine. You know, Colton. See, it just slips into that. That's how mm-hmm. everyone does it. You know, I I love it's gotta be huge. It's gotta be huge. Everyone slips into that, and I feel like all it right. kind of misses the point. My turn. I am Donald Trump. Hardy, hardy, har. Hello, my fellow N-words, it's me, Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> All right. The fact that you got so close to the mic for that. <laughs> I, I don't know what came over me. Uh, but yeah, that's. Uh, I guess we'll get off of that, because that stuff's freaking depressing and uh, anger-inducing. So uh, We're going to pre- go on a lighter note. On a Speaking of politics, Pixar movies one world order what p the p the pwo the pixar world order uh yeah so he rules with an iron fist he's more like an iron wood e e (laughs) uh today we're gonna talk about uh just we're just gonna talk about pixar movies we just want to talk about the best the worst the mediocre the great all okay. great up until after probably about Wally, and then they started kind of declining a little bit. You do, you know that thing they were like because uh, because they had they had a storybook or whatever of like mm-hmm. all the movie ideas up until Wally, and then after that they're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have been some good ones after that. Yeah, it's just that the ones up until Wally were pre-planned, mm-hmm. and then all these other ones are like hmm. Okay, they were all masterpieces. Again. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, okay, we'll get into that. Uh, so, yeah, let's get into our Pixar Disney. We're we're basically just going to go uh, from earliest release date to latest release date, giving our short kind of thoughts on the on the movies. Not super, not super detailed, so if we miss anything. Yeah, and Derek's mainly, not going to let me run wild on a three-hour love letter to Toy Story. You know, if we make a Patreon and uh, we get our those patron-only uh, episodes, we'll do a Toy Story one. I'll do not even it'll be just me ranting about it drunk in my room at <laughs> three in the morning. You know, god dang Jesse, that's a that's a hell of a woman right there. I was gonna be talking more about Slinky Dog, but Well well I, his voice is kinda hard to do too. Uh I'm trying to do it. I can't really I don't know if I can really do it. Well, Woody, it's me. It sounds like a chain smoker. It's hard because he has that rasp, but it's hard not to sound like a chain smoker. You sound like a woman who would be at Double D's bar in Lavernia at like one in the morning sitting at the corner by herself playing the slot machine. Oh, God dang, my kids don't call me anymore. Oh, no, no, this woman didn't have kids. She is just old uh, shout out shout out shout out to gertrude from lavernia anyway <laughs> no no she that, that would be more like a darlene or something oh, yeah. like that yeah something like an old like what's it uh like like andre 3000 says old school names mm-hmm. yeah like a darlene have you heard that song where he says that it's a capital city song with andre I 3000 don't think i have it's called uh fair faucet hair by capital cities and andre 3000 pretty good song uh he says girls with old school names like Ruby May. That is an old school name. I like Ruby May though. That's a cool name. I ran into I run into a lot of women with Lynn for their middle name. You know. I know a lot of girls with Elizabeth for their middle name. Oh, more like including Elizabeth. my girlfriend. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say something inappropriate, but now I can't. Oh uh, no, you you you're good. 
I was going to say, I actually didn't have anything. I was going to say Elizabeth this penis or something. I would have made it work. <laughs> you did your best. <laughs> I did. I tried. I a tried. for effort. A, more like A for anal. Anyway, the first movie is the classic, the first, uh, the first fully 3D animated movie, actually, CG, was Toy Story. They started and on a high point, and it was all downhill from there. It's all downhill. No, <laughs> I'd actually, I'd argue there's movies better than Toy Story. I'm well, sure your you argument you is would, invalid. He wouldn't agree with it, but <laughs> I'm I'm curious to hear these arguments now. See, I got I got a review for Toy Story, and uh, here come the chips. All right, <laughs> you told me about this. Oh God, <laughs> we got Cool Ranch and barbecue. <laughs> That's Colton's favorite line from Toy Story. <laughs> Here come the chips. Uh, so, Toy Story. Uh, you know, if you, I'm pretty sure most of you have seen it. It is a really good movie. I, it's a great movie, actually. I it's, watched it so many times as a child. I wore out our VHS tape, and we had to buy another one. Uh, pretty much the only thing that is dated about this movie is the animation, and that can be forgiven because of it was the it first was the CG. First, yeah. <laughs> and even then, it's still pretty. Yeah, the main characters look good. There's aspects the toys the, look good. Yeah, the, if you if you're looking at background and like set pieces, it can the be people? a little. <laughs> they have a charm to them, though. Yeah, it's more. It, they look yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very enjoyable movie. I think it's well written. I think uh, the animation for the time is really good. The like, voice really acting really... is incredible. Oh yeah, that's one thing. The every voice actor in that movie does a great job. Tom, like, Tom Hanks is like, you just can't hear anyone else's Woody. Mm-mm. I, I don't want to. Although, did you, know, is, mm-hmm. did, did you know, for all the video games and, like, side stuff that aren't the movies? His brother. Uh, it's his brother, yeah. He does all the voices. His brother, I mean, I guess siblings. He essentially just sounds like Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's it's pretty spot it's on. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's like really good. So like toy, like uh, what'd you call it? Like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom 3. Hearts. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> Woody's in there. It's not Tom Hanks, but it's pretty darn close. What is his brother's name? Please tell me it's like Tim. I don't know. I'm gonna look up actually. Tim and Tom Hanks. Tim and Tom. Tom Hanks. Brother. Or what is his name to be Hank? Hank Hanks. Hank Hanks. Jim. Jim Hanks. He <laughs> he looks a lot like Tom Hanks, just bald. I want him to have a son, though. I want to be Hank Hanks. And then when people see him coming, it's Hank Hank. Hank, Hank, Hank. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say that hasn't already been said, but Colton, I know you you could gush a little bit if you like. Yeah, I just, I mean, like I said, I grew up on that movie. That was my first favorite movie. I used it to scam grades in school because I've told the story before, but when I wrote about it, getting helping me get over my grandfather's death and taught me how to talk. That's actually pretty magical. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's very charming and whimsical, and it just, watching it, I'm instantly teleported back to being like, in the past five or six years, that is the only time I've really, like, ugly cried was it toy story 4 just because it got that like oh yeah yeah we'll get to that one later but it that little kid emotion in me it just Mm -hmm. it brings you back it It is all of them are solid movies it's my feel-good movie yeah and then the also i guess to close things off toy story like it's funny the writing's really good yeah it's it's, legitimately funny 
it's the writing that is humorous to everybody too. It's not like just kid, kid funny or just adult yeah. funny. It's just solid humor. Like even to this day, like I am Mrs. Nesbitt cracks me up. Like I don't know why, but it just does. It's the the delivery of the line and just double I am. Framing it sounds drunk. Like, I am Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> Yeah. I know my and, mom, we still quote as a family, oh no, it's a combat Carl. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's going to blow it up, right? Yeah, when he's about yeah. to blow it oh, up. Oh no, it's a combat Carl. Uh, and then, uh, I guess, oh, last last uh, thing, music. Randy Newman, classic, all those oh, songs. I know Randy Newman's kind of memed to death, and he kind of gets a little bit of hate, but all the songs for Toy Story are really good. They're solid songs. They're classics. Like I, I cannot picture that movie with a different soundtrack. Yeah, if remember we used to do the Randy Newman oh, voice I, all in the time in year. high school. Yeah, you got a friend in me. You got a friend. Yeah, but yeah, and all in all, Toy Story is just—it is a great movie. Not the best Pixar movie. movie, but it's really good. Uh, I'm what would curious you give it? to hear what. What'd you what, give it a ten? Ten. Ten out of ten. Okay, I give it a solid eight. Okay. It's really, really, no, really good movie though. That's that's high praise. Yes. Uh, the next one was actually A Bug's Life, which I haven't seen in years, so I don't have a whole lot to say. I really like. I feel that movie gets looked over all the time, and it's a solid movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's also funny. Like the writing is good. And as a child, I loved the uh, like the blooper outtakes they did. That's right, where they showed like uh, where they showed uh, t- uh, scene from Toy Story, where they well, the, were chopping the that, grass. That, but also in during the credits, it's like the "Do I look stupid to you?" and then the the princess, yes, <laughs> yeah. That, was that the first one to do that? The outtakes, the first. I uh, think I think so. I that's 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 uh, that's something. But yeah, no, it's it's got good writing. Honestly, Hopper is a pretty menacing villain. Yeah, Kevin Spacey does it like a great huh. job. <laughs> I mean, it turns out he is a villain and in real life. We won't say so. anything more about Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like he, for for being a grasshopper, he's intimidating. Yeah, it's a, there's that really good uh, scene where the metaphor about. Like people rising up against like their oppressors and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Where it's the I don't know what it is. It's like a rock or something. And he pulls out the one rock and he's like, "Did yeah. that hurt?" And he's like, "Nah." And then he pulls out the whole thing and all the rocks mm-hmm. fall and basically kill them. Yep. They're like one tiny ant is on a lot, but when they group together, and hey, what a great time to uh to get that metaphor because oh boy, election also time. also Bugs <laughs> Life led to one of my favorite jokes about my ex girlfriend was uh. After after we broke up, uh, actually, this is I'd I'd already started dating Kaylee at this point, and mm-hmm. she was asking my friends what they thought of my ex girlfriend, and Jacob just basically doesn't break down, but he's just like, Colton, she looked like the ladybug from a bug's life. <laughs> I'm trying to pick because I'm trying to picture her, and then it was it was just a, a fantastic <laughs> insult like i don't know where he pulled that from do you, do you feel that that's accurate is it an accurate description i would really say think it's about inaccurate it? <laughs> i'll have to put some pictures together uh, li- a little bit later so <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, i i need to watch it again cuz it's been a while but uh, i would say a solid 
From what I remember, a good like seven, six or seven. I was about to say I would rate that one a seven out of ten. Yeah, six or seven, six or seven. Because the way, uh, well, here's the thing about one to ten scales. Uh, most people mm-hmm. think of them like with school grades. So if they hear a six, they're like, "What? It it sucked." It's like no, uh, like five. Sixty is average. out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, five is average. Six is it's good. Seven. Oh no, like, see, I know how the scale works. These are all just gonna get high grades because I love all of Pixar movies. Yeah, no, I no, I understand. They're they're all good. Like, I don't think there's a bad one. Per like, se. I can sit down and watch all of them up until uh, not too long. Yeah, the, after after that, it's a little more hit or miss. But the the golden years of Pixar, I can watch them at any time, which I is rare for me with a movie. Yeah, some of them are hit or miss, but with the golden age, I guess you would say they never miss, huh? <sighs> <laughs> long Cold. drawn outside <laughs> uh, as long as you got the reference that's all that matters yes I got the reference <laughs> as soon as you said hit or miss I was like well I have to do this you know me I have to do this contractually obligated it's right there in the fine print of the podcast uh, the next one was Toy Story 2 uh, I'm trying to think whether I like this one better I don't like it better, but I will give it a 9.9 out of 10. It is right up there. <laughs> I would probably give it also, I, I probably like it about the same, maybe 8.5, 8, maybe just a smidge better because of the characters and the villain. Uh, but, I, the scene that still to this day cracks me up is uh, the second buzz when they're like, are you coming? I'm going to go play catch with, <laughs> with my, my dad. dad. <laughs> And they had a whole Star Wars reference just this, just for no reason. No reason, really. And even as a dumb kid who didn't know much about Star Wars, I understood. I was like, oh, Star Wars. Or watching him play through the, the Buzz Lightyear game on the Super Nintendo in the opening like, oh. crawl. <laughs> that part where... <laughs> he dies. It's <laughs> it's just his legs. That was the funniest thing in the world. Because to little Colton when he first watched, that, like, he really thought that Buzz was, I was dead. Like, Yo, this is dark. Buzz Lightyear's dead. <laughs> uh, but and then also Wayne Knight. Wayne, I love Wayne Knight in pretty mm. much everything. And he's something about his his uh the way he says words, like his cadence and his voice. Just lends itself really good to comedy. Mm-hmm. And no matter what he's in. Even if he's in something bad. You know? He he is the redeeming part of bad movies. Yeah. And of course Seinfeld. That's great. I love Seinfeld. But yeah, this is a great movie and it's made even better because of Wayne Knight. Uh, the animation definitely jumped up in quality. Oh, the, the humans, animation. The humans look more like humans. Yeah, it actually looks good now. It's not mm. even just like, oh, it looks good for the time. Like, it still it's looks like, yeah, pretty good. It's still pretty solid. Uh, the songs, I don't know if they're as memorable. Nowhere near as memorable as the first. Something about that song with Jesse. I was about to say, the Jesse scene, that one still sticks with me. It's good, but something about the song kind of irritates me. Really? Maybe it's because I'm white, so I enjoy that type of music. Yeah, maybe that's it. There's like the, the historical be like, ah, something about this bothers me. Hmm. <laughs> Here's a whip crack in the distance. <laughs> no, I, I feel like it, there's something about songs about that are really on the nose about the scene that they're in. Yeah, it is a little, a little heavy handed. Yeah, like there's a scene in Brother Bear, another Disney movie, 
that or the, I think all the songs are like whenever they're playing, they're pretty much just describing what's on screen. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. I understand. See, I think it bothers me now more as an adult, but I still I'm thinking of watching it as a kid when I didn't pick up subtlety yeah. and I needed to be shoved in my face. It's still a really like emotional scene. Uh, I would say. Uh, but yeah. Oh, man. You know, I'm bumping this up to a ten out of two though. A ten out of ten too though because a ten out of two. Yeah, a ten out of two. It's a that five? good. <laughs> but added the uh, because of the Barbie scene. Oh yeah, what they talking about I'm the tour end? guide Barbie. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a married spud. I'm 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 a married spud. I think all these movies have great scenes and great they, jokes. They really do. Yeah. Uh, the next one is, oh, is there anything else you want to say about Toy Story 2? No, also, also thumbs up. Thumbs up. Well, we'll do the Siskel and Hebert thumbs up, thumbs down. Although most of these will be thumbs up, so. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll stick with the number. Uh, I would say 8 to 8.5. Okay. Uh, Monsters, Inc. is the next one. Uh, this is probably one of the first, because uh, I just, I, I've, uh, I've talked about the first movie I saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. This is another one that I don't remember seeing, but I remember going to Cinemark and seeing the poster, and I was like, I want to see this movie. Also, I, I love uh, Monsters, Inc. It's another one that uh, the, the music in it is fantastic. Ye- like, I'm trying to remember pe- people of- forget out. It's like the, the jazz intro. Oh, the score, yeah. The score is really good in this movie. I'm, and I believe that, that was actually written by a Newman as well. Really? Yeah. So, like... It's not just a yeah. Let me sing what's going on screen. Yeah, no, he it's can like, he can actually write. Yeah, that's he can actually write a good instrumental. That's pretty awesome, actually. I love the memes. I love the memes from the 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 bass boosted like all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, the, this is the, this is another one where the writing's really good, the voice acting, all the all the voice talent. Steve Buscemi as the villain is great. It, it, he's fantastic as the villain. Is uh, John Goodman is the yeah. So I, it's basically the Big Lebowski animated movie. No wonder oh yeah. I liked it so much. <laughs> you know, I just love John Goodman and like especially his voice acting roles because mm-hmm. a lot of times he's just playing a very nice guy, and you That's just you need feel to watch it. the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, <laughs> like like with this movie and uh, Ember's New Groove, like you just there's a certain warmth to his voice performance. Mm. And it's like, ah, oh, you just want to give this guy a hug, you know? He really, he's got that big, just like, kind of like, dad type Yeah, like, vibe. he could be threatening, I guess, but like, it's, it's like, very... Stern, but stern. not mean. Yeah. And then, I, Billy Crystal's amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know who voices Roz, also, but she, that's an extra point right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got you. You've, you know, you're our friend Jordan. That's actually yes. how we first started uh, becoming friends in elementary school. Because he had just watched Monsters Inc. And every time he saw me, he's like, I'm watching you, Dixon. <laughs> Always watching. Always watching. You've got your paperwork. With Mike Wazowski, I'm going to say the N word. Anyway. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and joke, jokes again, real solid. Yeah, nope. a lot of uh, great animation too. I like uh, and character design. I mm. love these character designs. Oh, I, yeah, because they, they all feel unique. It's not just copy pasted. This yeah. is the same monster but different color. Like they're all different yeah, monsters. Pretty much no similar looking monsters. Like every. Oh, and of course, twenty three nineteen. 
I was just about to everyone, say. Everyone knows it. 2319. 2319! This is... You know what? I think... I think uh, now that I really think about it, I think I like it better than both Toy Stories. All right. You, you're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> That's, that was so passive-aggressive. <laughs> no, it's, it, is, it is a very... It's a good movie. What, I, you, what would you give it? I would give this one probably a 9. I would give this one an 8. I would say that the only drawback is maybe I could see for some people the kid being kind of annoying. Oh, but she's just, so cute. Yeah, she's cute, but like there's certain there's people who are like, uh, like, you know, that are like, oh, they're they're just, they're just there to be cute. Mm-hmm. You know? And that bothers yeah. some people. So I could see it. I but, feel like uh, it wasn't uh, integral to the plot though, like if Oh yeah, no for sure. Uh there's the part before we move on to the next one where mm-hmm. they're doing the T V interview and there's just the monster, the sludge guy. With a country accent, he's like, I try to run away from it, but then the the, the, the kid used its mind powers to pick me up and shit me like a doll. I've, I've heard of theories that it was actually Jack-Jack because it was like, they shoot oh, laser yeah. beams from its eyes and stuff. <laughs> it shot me with its laser beams. Jack-Jack does that. Yeah, and I just realized by thinking about that scene, like even the background characters all have unique voices. Mm-hmm. Like it's or such two, a good movie. The two stonery dudes that. Uh... Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I love those guys. You know what? Those guys should have gotten their own Pixar short. I heard there was like rumors that they might, but that never. Yeah, because I mean, in Up, if the two hospital guys or whatever can mm-hmm. get a short, those guys deserve a short. They they were they were entertaining. But yeah, this movie's like a 9 out of 10 for me. I, I love it to death. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I hold it closer to my heart than Toy Story. Maybe just because I've seen Toy Story so much. or That's fair. And it's, it's a very endearing movie. Like It just, it really is. There's a lot of heart behind it. It's you another one of those that makes you feel good. I will say the the villain, or mm-hmm. not not Steve Buscemi, but Waternoose, kind of weak. A yeah. He... Not the memorable design. Not super intimidating. Eh, just kind of an old, crusty guy. Yeah, kind of just there. But he has some good lines, like, I'll get, kidnap a thousand children, but... Before I let this company die. Yeah. But I would say that when compared to other villains, kind of weak. Kind of on the lower scale. Yeah, not not terrible, but not anything not incredible. great. Although Steve Buscemi as Randall, great. That's great. I guess that's why they felt they need to have two villains, maybe. They but, couldn't. Uh, they couldn't let Steve Buscemi shine too hard. Yeah, because then it'd be like, "Wow, another great Steve Buscemi performance." Who who could have guessed that? <laughs> I mean, if anybody who's seen Spy Kids two would know. Do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears what he's created? <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve Buscemi. I need to see more of his movies. I've said that before. The Big Lebowski. We need to. Ha- I'll invite true. you over soon. We'll have a movie night. We'll have a movie night. And there's there's that one where he plays a Russian. Movie? I don't even know what movie that is. It's like a whole parody of like Soviet Russia. Oh, it's supposed to be really funny. I have to watch. It. What's what's the other Airheads? I think he's in. I think it's called Airheads, where it's like the metal band and he's got long hair. Yeah, him and Adam Sandler, right? And yeah, Brendan Fraser. I don't think it's Brendan. It might be Brendan Fraser. Mm, I don't remember who's in somebody. that movie. All right, I guess we'll tr- uh, we'll go to yeah, the next one. Let's try to speed these up. Uh, number five, Finding Nemo. Amazing. I really, I think that's one that I suffer from that I've, I've seen it so many, cause uh, really? my little sisters used to love it. So 
I have seen it probably other than fatigued. Toy Story it's more than any of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's still very endearing though. It is. This is another one that I just, I just love. <laughs> I just love this movie. It's, and, and the the animation of the water that everything yeah, looks so good, beautiful, especially for two thousand three. Mm hmm. It's have you gorgeous. have you seen? They actually released uh some test uh that they had done where it was too lifelike, so they had to go back and cartoon it up a bit more. Really? Because people couldn't tell the difference. That's crazy. Didn't they they re-released it uh, in like 3D a few years ago, right? I think so. That must have been a treat. I that don't must remember. Have been a real treat. I remember with the Toy Story movies before Toy Story four or before Toy Story three, mm-hmm. they re-released the first two in 3D, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. And you, it was like a double feature. Like you literally sat there for four hours. And it was like best four I, I, hours of your life. Best four hours in 3D. That must have been a treat too. But this one, uh, I don't know. What's the name of the guy who voices Marlin? I actually don't know this, so I'm going to check real quick. Yeah, that I do not remember off the top of my head. I'm getting a lot for the, to- for the, for the Finding Nemo video game. Why? Because <laughs> it's the greatest video game ever made. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Albert Brooks. I don't know a whole lot about the actor, but... Man, he's good in this role. Yeah, he was honestly, I think, the perfect voice for it. Yeah, like it was another one of those things where it's just a very warm and endearing voice. He he really is the concerned but caring father. Mm-hmm. And you totally understand where he's coming from. It's not one of those mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a, I'm a curmudgeon. It's like no, like I'm genuinely. My whole frightened. family was murdered. Was murdered. In the last that I have. I want to protect you. Like you, obviously, he's overbearing, and you get that, but you still understand it. Mm-hmm. It's not just him being overbearing and unreasonable. Like mm-hmm. when he and touched then, the uh, butt. Touched the butt. A lot of memorable lines. Great writing. Great animation. I guess we can say that for most of them. Uh, mm. Ellen DeGeneres as well. I'm not a huge Ellen DeGeneres fan. She did great though. She's great in this movie. She I can't imagine anyone else's Dory. Our crush was incredible. Oh, the stoner. Uh, that's amazing. Like that they put a stoner turtle mm-hmm. in a Pixar movie. It's great. I love that. And not just like subtle stoner, like full on like. No, he's like, dude, like the waves, bro. Like. <laughs> It's a Complete perfect voice. Your California stereotypical surfer stoner. He's 150, dude. That's how I learned that uh, uh, sea turtles live really long lives. Uh, longer than me. Yeah. Uh, we were actually, in, in a biology class, I think it was, we actually watched this movie. And we had to, like, find sea creatures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> that works, though. It's not just the teacher having a blow-off day like that. I could actually see... It's good coming from that there. You could tell the people that made this either did their research or knew a lot about sea life. Mm-hmm. They just watched a lot of Jacques. They watched a lot of Jacques Cousteau. Jacques Cousteau. Uh, but, yeah. but also underrated performance, Willem Dafoe in this movie. Who did he play? So, he was the, the scarred fish that Nemo runs into. Is that Gil? Is that his, what is his name? I think it might be Gil. He's like, we have to go find your parents. Yes. How how was that? Was that a good Willem Dafoe? That was a, <laughs> it was like a Dafoe walking mix. Have, Nemo, we have to go and find your parents. <laughs> uh anyway. But yeah, it's it's a great movie. Uh the next one, 
Incredibles, which I that's another one I haven't seen in years, but everyone loves. Oh, I oh, are you gonna give a uh, Nemo a rating? Oh yeah, Nemo was a nine. I give that one a seven point five. I will give. I just love. I love Finding Nemo. I say. I think I would have rated it higher if I hadn't seen it as much. That's understandable. That's how I feel about. I guess about Toy Story. Like maybe I gotta watch it again. It's really good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But uh, The Incredibles is incredible. It really is. <laughs> From what I remember, I really liked it. I just haven't seen it a lot. It's. It's just a solid. The fact that it's like. You know, it touches on a slightly darker theme that just yeah, it's PG, like, like uh, like just family dynamics in this mm-hmm. movie. And then uh, Brad Bird, the car- the uh, I believe he directed it. No, I think it was John Lasseter, but he worked on it. And Brad Bird as a character designer is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's got Frozone. It, it gave uh, us it's Samuel Jackson as Frozone. Where's my super as much as I love Toy Story, that scene might be my single favorite Pixar scene. <laughs> I, oh wait, no, that was good. That, I'm, no, that was the the theme in the second movie, right? Yes. So that, that uh, we'll get to that. That's a good theme. But yeah, well, I, I'm I, I'm your wife. I'm the greatest good you ever gonna get. <laughs> that, was just, that might be the single greatest Pixar scene. It's amazing, and then. Uh, the animation is really smooth, very lively. I've I've heard that uh that Brad Bird with his character designs, he mm-hmm. usually draws them first and then animates them. Yes. So they still look very cartoony, but very very still the animation is very smooth, but also very emo- emotive. And right just in the background pieces in this are like the scene where Dash is running through the island. Oh yeah. Like it's not in it. They they put a. Well, excuse me. A ton of work in the shots that were only in it for a few seconds, but they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. And as of a course. kid, I had a crush on the uh, assistant girl. Oh, the one with the gray hair, right? Yeah, she's pretty hot. Now, as, as you have a crush on her as a kid, but as an adult, you get that Miss Mrs. Incredible. That's what that's what you like. As she an adult. she thick. She dummy thick, and she could probably make herself thicker. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and of course Edna Moog. No oh. capes. I've heard that's Brad Bird actually voicing. Really? Him. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna check this because this is a thing. If it's true, then that's amazing. Yeah, Brad Bird voice Edna Mode in this movie. That is that is, uh, that is amazing. That is fantastic. That bumps the movie up to a ten. Uh, I haven't seen it a lot, so I will give it just like a a solid eight. But I, if okay. I if I rewatch it again, then I'll see if I might bump might it. bump it up, bump it down, yes. depending. I'm gonna give it a eight and a half. Yeah, it's a great, it's still a great movie. I that I will sit down and watch that. And even uh, other than Toy Story, that might be my favorite one to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cars, I don't get it. I don't get Cars. Cars one, I don't love, but I don't hate. I could do with or without it. I just don't. I I don't find like all the other ones before this. I've been like, yeah, uh, let me pick this up and I totally watch this if it's on TV or mm-hmm. hey, it's on Disney Plus. Let's watch it again. I don't feel that way with Cars. There's some good jokes in it, but they're jokes that after you've heard them once, they lose the appeal. Yeah. Also, like, it's a very specific audience for those jokes. Like. 
car mm-hmm. people. Car, well, I I will give the uh the when he's the piston cup. He what in his cup? Okay, that was really good. Uh, <laughs> that's really now. Okay, now that I remember that one, yeah, I won't say it's bad. I just don't really understand it, and I don't really get it. Why? Uh, you know what? No, I do get it. You want to know why? Why? Toys. This is the first uh, uh, first Pixar movie that I feel was made specifically with marketing merchandising. And yeah, because I mean, obviously, Toy Story is a lot of merchandise because they're literally they're toys. legitimate toys. Yeah, they they were things that existed before the movie, other than Buzz and Woody. Yeah, but it feels like there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of really good jokes about toys or whatever. And there's a lot of story to be told, and but with cars, I don't feel that. And yeah, I, the I feel the story was probably the is was most weak. lacking of like yeah. the golden age of Pixar. Yeah, like the characters are okay. Lightning McQueen is okay. He's not really that interesting. The best love character interest... in that movie is chicks. Which one was that? Actually? The green one. His his rival. Oh, Kachiga, Kachiga, my ni- anyway. Uh... <laughs> The love interest in that movie is super boring. They got super away. Boring. They got away with the the flashing joke, which surprises oh, yeah, was, me to this day. Yeah, yeah. and doesn't he ask like their model or age or something? I I think so. I feel like either that or like that's a joke someone made. Uh, I feel like Mater is real hit or miss. Like some of the stuff he says is really funny. Larry he the Cable was Guy. The, that was probably when Larry the Cable Guy was, like, at the height of his popularity, wasn't yeah, it? like, I was like, oh my god, it's Larry the Cable Guy, 2006, so. Yeah, it, it's, he was, oh yeah, there was, like you said, some, like, the, mm-hmm. he what, this the cup Piston was Cup is really good, or but, the, like, the, 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 the very end cracks me up when he says, I'm happier than a tornado in a trailer park. <laughs> yeah, but then there's stuff like, I'm made or, like, tomato without the t, I'm like, oh, that's yeah, that's painful. Just, that's painful. Yeah. So I on I honestly, if I'm being real, I would give this movie a five out of ten. Super average. I would say five and a half for me. Like I would put it just above average. Like it's still enjoyable, but it's just not great. Yeah, the, the the best part of the movie for me is that when they do the blooper thing, but it's all they they do a bunch of Pixar movies as cars. <laughs> that was that's funny. I'll give it to them. Uh, I get, I get. There's another the, a bit that I like when he's uh, looking for Mac. I ain't no Mac. I'm a Peterbilt. I, I, that one cracked me up as a kid because I had a real close friend whose dad was a truck driver who drove a Peterbilt. So uh, I, see, I, I felt I, I felt I was in on the joke. I didn't get the I didn't get the joke. I was like, what? Because I I didn't know that was a type of car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't really have a whole lot more to say about it. It was so. okay. It's it's an okay movie. I feel like I'm really hard on this movie for no reason, but <laughs> I guess just because of what I expect from Pixar. Yeah, up until that point, like just the hit after hit after hit. It's like cars. It's like oh, okay. Uh, the next one though, mm-hmm. I would say uh, is probably my favorite Pixar movie, Ratatouille. In my opinion, that's the best Pixar movie. Ten out of ten. See, I, I, I'm not going to rate it that high, but I did really enjoy Ratatouille. Yeah, here's why, I would say. Mm-hmm. I feel like not only is the writing really good, there's, uh, like always, there's some good funny jokes. The animation is stellar. Mm-hmm. 
Like the the animation is really really nice in that movie. I would feel besides maybe Finding Nemo up until that point, it's probably the best looking movie. Yeah, like, see, that's I was I would hope so though, just because as they're learning as time goes on, yeah. computers get more powerful. Yeah, and then and then of course the ending. I feel like that's probably the 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 critic rant. I feel like that's probably mm-hmm. one of the best written scenes, like just in movies. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, like it describes a critic's place in the world, and that's just not something you really see. Like, there's not a whole lot of like, I guess, critic critique. Yeah, you you don't you don't think about critics. It's either they're they're just there. You love them or you hate them or you don't really care. But it's just a very well written scene. And of course, when he bites into the ratatouille and goes back mm-hmm. to his childhood, that's just ooh, because we've all felt that. Yes, you know? we've all been like, oh shoot, I remember this, you know. It just that's how I feel about Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> the way he uh, feels about Ratatouille is how I feel about <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> uh, and that's probably how I feel about the movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I hold it probably as close as you do for. And also, uh, I guess this is more of a personal take. I love cooking. Yes, I, I was about to say this is right up your alley too because it's about. It's about cooking. Which is something you're very passionate about. I love... I'm not super great. I think I'm decent, but I love cooking. Oh, shit, all the stuff you send me on Snapchat, like, it, you you know what you're doing. I love basil, anyway. But yeah, so uh, the only thing I would say, and this really isn't too big of a problem because there's so much else going on in the movie, mm-hmm. the, another kind of weak villain. The little French guy, he's angry... Oh, yeah. See, I didn't didn't even feel like he was really a villain. I didn't feel like there was much of a villain in the movie. Like, yeah, I guess maybe that was the point. Yeah, he was an antagonist, but he wasn't like a villain. Yeah, I would say he's okay, but eh, he's although I love the the ragtag team of chefs, like the the I killed a man with this thumb. Oh yeah, like that. (laughs) Like I would have actually if. The only thing I would change is I probably would have had just a few more scenes with them because mm-hmm. I wanted to learn more about these characters. See, I feel like if, it, how little they're in it, though, adds to the humor because it just leaves it all to your imagination. Yeah, like the guy that's like, uh, he shows up and he goes in the closet for like an hour and they're like, no one knows why. And they just mm-hmm. never go back to it again. Uh, and then unlike Cars, I would say this movie has a really good love interest. Like the female love interest is really... She's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you I say that because you're uh, attracted to her? A little bit. She's pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. She rides she, a motorcycle. I love, I love her accent too. Like mm-hmm. it's a really good French accent. I don't know if the actor is actually French, but they got it. They even I don't know if it's actually accurate, but it is exactly what they needed for that movie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, I guess we haven't really talked about the main characters. I would say that. While while uh Linguini's not the most interesting, mm-hmm. uh, he's antagonist, a good vessel for Remy. Yes, and Remy's great. Patton Oswalt is amazing in this movie. He's normally he's normally pretty good in what he does, but yeah, he he knocked it out of the park in that mm-hmm. one. I feel like his voice just fits. Maybe because he kind of looks like a rat. <laughs> That's just mean. I don't know why I said that. Uh... I mean, not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but like he does really well, and Linguini's just a, he's just a very 
You want to see him succeed because he's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, you, he's one of those that like you just you want things to go right he's, for him. He's kind of a goof, but you like him anyway. The scene with the sunglasses where he's sleeping is still yes. really funny. But yeah, so I would, uh, and then oh, the, the this is another one with a score like mm-hmm. that French song that Les Amos. Oh, I love the I love all the memes that that's in now. Oh yeah, there's so many Pixar memes. It's great. I love that. Uh, I think it's because we all grew up with them, so like we now, can we relate. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, that I want to say, but the brother's funny too. Mm-hmm. The brother rat, he's really funny. I like the it reminds me. Of, the dad rat's pretty cool. The brother rat, honestly, the dynamic reminds me of me and my brother. So I guess that's why I relate to it a little more as well. Are you Remy? I'm re- yes. I'm always the main character. No, uh, but yeah, I'm like the weird one, and then my brother's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> that's, I was trying to do the rat's voice, but uh, it didn't work. He's all, oh, I'm detecting nuttiness. <laughs> that, is, that is all I'm going to picture your brother saying from now on. Uh, hey. The house. Hey. Hey. hey, what's up? Hey. 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 Uh, hey, but, Derek. Did you hey, touch Derek. my Xbox? Hey. Hey, whoa. Now we're going into like Ray Romano. Whoa. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> Dude, I think you just had a stroke. <laughs> this podcast doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, but 10 out of 10 for this movie. I love it so much. I'll, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, you're wrong, but it's okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next one is Wally. This is one I, I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I saw it when I was very young because when mm-hmm. it came out, I was 12. And I was like, oh, this is boring. And I never watched it again. But I need to watch it again now that I'm an adult. See, I watched it when I was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're I, I'm, you're able to appreciate it a little more. A little more, yeah. I still I think yeah. I would appreciate it even more now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, just because uh, of the message and all that. At the time, I would give it like a seven out of ten. Yeah, because every but everyone says this is the best one. Mm-hmm. I and I don't think that's the case, but it it was enjoyable. I won't really give it a rating. I will say I'll get back to you guys. This is a TBD to, to be determined. TBD. Nuts. More like CBD. Hey. hey. Anyway. But, we did uh, high? <laughs> I'm trying to get high on CBD, bro. I'm, tra- <laughs> I'm trying to get CB dazed and confused. It says cannabinoids. That sounds like cannabis. Like, yeah. More like, why do I get high, bro? I've, I've eaten like 18 CBD brownies. <laughs> Cannibals? Are those people that smoke a lot of weed? <laughs> anyway. Uh, the next one, I actually just watched this today, uh, Up. Now this is a good movie. <laughs> that is one, the movie itself is good, but those first, like, five minutes? The first minutes, ten minutes, yeah. I will say, the movie doesn't ever reach that peak again. Yeah, no, that, that is, I was gonna say, like, that, that little bit is a ten out of ten. The rest mm. of the movie, like, seven out of seven, ten. Seven, seven to eight, because it's good it's good it's a it's a solid movie but it just doesn't go back to they just yeah they fucked themselves over by putting some of the best like uh my family had never seen it and i showed them that like my mom was tearing up at it Mm -hmm. yeah my mom too like and it feels a little bit jumbled like they wanted to make two different movies Mm -hmm. you know but there's some really good gags like the dog 
The mm-hmm. dog stuff. All the stuff with the dogs. Like tiny mailman. Like that cracks me up. I don't know why. I don't See, know why I, the dog humor gets I thought, me. I thought the dog, just from the commercials, I thought the dogs were going to be annoying and I wasn't going to like them. But I felt like they were done well. You like when the they have the they have the big dog and like you don't hear his voice, but then it's so stupid. Like it's not even that clever of a gag. Mm-hmm. But the high pitch voice on that big dog is just hilarious. It's yeah. It's, sometimes you need that goofy or just yeah. dumb humor it's though. It's just so out of nowhere. It's just. Oh, like, so what? what did you what did you think of the villain in this one? Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, you know. I, I guess now you know I'm kind of a villain guy. I'm very hard on villains for some reason because mm-hmm. I like good villains. This one was decent, not great. <laughs> for not an bad. old man, he was pretty scary. I would say he was menacing. It's just that they didn't give him a whole lot to say. I guess he could have been fleshed out better. Yeah, they didn't give him a whole lot of di- like. I would have loved to see like more of because they said the whole thing is that he went crazy. Mm-hmm. It would have been that, like obviously he's trying to kill an old man and a child, which is pretty crazy. But he just seems uh, like if you work in retail, you'd understand. Yeah, okay, I, I do work in retail. <laughs> I get that. But uh, it would have been nice to see more of that crazy side, like go all the way with it. Mm-hmm. So I would say he's okay. Uh, but yeah, so I would give the whole as a whole probably an eight out of, eight out of ten. I would I would I would say about eight out of ten, because mm-hmm. like. The, the first little bit makes up for the 7 out of 10 of the rest of the movie. That, yeah. that that gets the point bump. I've heard this phrase being used to describe other movies, and I think it fits this one. This is a great movie wrapped up in a good movie package. You know what I'm saying? I That is actually a perfect way to describe that movie. Yeah. Like, there's a great movie there, but there's enough to bog it down to make it just... If it would have had a little more time of people, you know, maybe trimming some stuff away, adding some stuff mm-hmm. to it, like the foundations there. Yeah, like maybe, maybe uh, just a little bit more cohesion, I would say. Yeah. The next movie is Toy Story 3. I know how much you love Toy Story. Yeah, I do. This one, I'm actually, I'm going to give a 9 out of 10, though. Yeah, out of all the Toy Stories, I'd probably say this is the weakest. I know at the time people were saying it was the best one. I, I've never felt that way. I did really enjoy it. I thought Spanish Buzz was hilarious. Spanish Buzz is hilarious. Lotso's pretty menacing. Lotso was a good say. villain. Ken in that movie was fantastic. <laughs> Ken and Barbie is great. Uh, they the, they made that movie. Also the uh, the tortilla scene with mm-hmm. uh, Potato Head was great too. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff in this movie. It's just. Uh, I don't know. I guess when you look at it opposed to all the other ones. Yeah, I feel like it it captures the magic, but it doesn't quite reach the highs. Mm-hmm. So, Although I will say uh, at the time, man, mm-hmm. especially that animation was insane. Oh, it's it's and it still it's looks still great. really good. It looks great because going from especially if you go from one to three, it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's like this is obviously the same characters, but they just look so much. It's like going from like early ps2 to like now graphics yeah it's like oh god whoa whoa and then uh that that ending that ending probably bumps it up a little bit for me my my favorite is still the uh, the video where they the the guy edited the movie to cut off as they're going into the furnace and that's just it cuts (laughs) it cuts to the credits with a sad version of uh you've got a friend in me it's like a slowed down version (laughs) 
and he showed it to his mom and she just starts crying she's like that's a horrible ending <laughs> why is that making me laugh because it's hysterical that's i love that uh oh god that's terrible i love it though that's great yeah, not a crazy amount to say about this one. It's good. It's solid. There's a lot it's, of really good gags. If if you like Toy Story, definitely watch it. But for sure, yeah. Uh, I'm. I guess I'm going with an eight. I'm going. I'm going I'll go nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm being so hard on these Toy Story movies. I I love them. I know you got the the better a good movie deserves to be critiqued hard. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe I just. Uh, love Ratatouille so much. That's probably mm-hmm. what it is. Cars 2. This is the one everyone says is the worst Pixar movie. I I couldn't watch the whole thing, I'm gonna be honest. I've never seen it, but... I, 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 watched, a, I watched about half of it, and it just is... It's not good. The Cars <laughs> franchise is, I think, the weakest one the in the weakest. Pixar catalog. And it's weird, because isn't this the one John Lasseter loves the most? Like, this is his baby. I think so. Like, they and keep just, making them. So he, like, they probably, he's been there so long that he just has free reign, but maybe it's kind of the same thing with George Lucas. You need people around you to kind of... Yeah, the reason the Star Wars movies were so good is you had, you had the visionary, but then you had the help. Yep. To, like, ring it back and be like, okay, George, Jar Jar may be a little too much. Let's back it up, back it up. So yeah, yeah, Cars so. 2 is, uh, I'm going to say, 3 out of 10. More like a Cars poo. Uh, <laughs> got I'll em. give it a... Got, got him. I won't give it a rating because I haven't seen it, but uh, I really don't want to. If I ever do a YouTube video where I just well, do all the Pixar movies, which I'm kind of think I'm kind of tempted to do, I'll I'll talk about it there. <laughs> yeah, until then, you're, you're not missing anything. Would you watch that video, Colton? I would, yeah. I watch all, all your right. videos. I'm a good friend. Thanks, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to the podcast? Like, out, just, just I to actually listen do. to it? I, I, Me I, too. Norm- I listen to an episode. I don't listen to them. I used to listen to, like, every episode multiple times. Now I just listen to it once. But, uh, yeah, I do, I, do, I do listen to all of them. Yeah, my ex's friends, uh, or my ex and her friends would always say that was weird. I mean, that's not weird. No, I mean, you want to you you see the finished product. Yeah, there's something about listening to yourself that's kind of cool. Especially in the car. Mm-hmm. It's a good a good way to pass time. Yeah. The next one is Brave. This is another one I haven't seen. But I know a lot of people dislike it. See, I had nothing again. To me, though, it felt like... Because this was released about the same time as Wreck-It Ralph. And to me, this feels... It's common theory, but this feels... More like it was just a Disney movie. A Disney by itself. And Wreck-It and Ralph, it Ralph was felt the like Pixar. the Pixar movie. And yeah, it I feels like love, they flip studios. I love Wreck-It Ralph. You know, instead of Brave, let's just talk about Wreck-It Ralph. No, yeah, uh, Brave Brave isn't bad. It's just, to me, it's very forgettable. Like it, it's, it's, another one, it's another one of those ones that people say is kind of jumbled. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it didn't have a, co- like a cohesive like story, really. The oldest of my little sisters loved this movie. Like, oh yeah, but she she was always into like archery and that type of stuff. And once she saw this, she just went nuts with it. Yeah, I heard that she doesn't really even do that much like archery in the movie. Mm-mm. Like it, the whole all the posters are her with the the arrow. It's like the one scene. Yeah, I I would give it honestly a five out of ten though. Just you're very 
the the animation in it's beautiful. Like it's it looks great. I will but, say the character design's pretty cool mm-hmm. too. Like for a Disney princess, that that it's a very different design. It's like it's a very very. It's not bad. It's not good. I would like straight five. Just very average. Hey, I feel that I'm a straight five. <laughs> Better mm. than below average. Hey. Uh, the next one, I know this is a string of this is a string of three Pixar movies that I just skipped out on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monsters U, Monsters University. I got to see that in an early screening. Really? How? Yeah. Was, you knew someone that worked at a movie theater? Or? My cousin. There, there was a promotion by her internet company or something mm-hmm. that she got uh, tickets to an advanced screening. She got two of them. She decided that she knew I liked the uh, the first one. She's like, you could come too. So I went and saw it, and it, it's enjoyable. I've, <clears throat> from what I've heard people say, it's a, if you've seen a college movie, you've seen Monsters University. To me, it felt completely unnecessary, mm-hmm. but it's not bad, especially because like, I, I really, really enjoyed the first, so just to see those characters back was cool. Yeah. I think also what people wanted was, and we were talking about this uh, before the podcast, they wanted a sequel. Mm-hmm, a they continuation see, of those. Mm-hmm. They want to see what happened with Boo, like what's going on with the laughter thing. Mm-hmm. Also, this doesn't this like go against the uh, the canon of the first one because Mike Mike mentions that he knew Sully in kindergarten or grade yeah. school. And yeah, this from one's like being kids. Yeah, and this one's like, oh no, they met in college. It's like, wait, hmm. Yeah, like it's one of those just unnecessary, not terrible. I'd give it like a six out of ten. Like it was, it was enjoyable, but it's nothing like super. Don't seek it out, but if it's on, and you want to, uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I think I'm gonna do a, a Pixar video. So I because there's a lot that I missed out on. Go through the after the golden age. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I would, I'll probably watch them all just to get like a fresh. A fresh uh, view for all of them, but yeah, this is definitely one that I'm gonna have to see because I might. I'm sometimes I'm a contrarian. I might really like it. So I don't know. like I said, I I have nothing against it. I I don't think it's as strong as the the classics, but it's not bad. I think seeing Randall as a nerd's pretty funny. The uh, but... the scene where his mo- the mom is like, I'm just gonna listen to my tunes, and I think it's Mastodon. That she really? On. Yeah, that was actually pretty. Like, took me by surprise, but I enjoyed it. I, I, I you do have a soft spot for movies that use metal. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember uh, what made you want to see Secret Life of Pets was that poodle scene. Yep, yep. <laughs> that was the any any movie that has metal in it. I, I will. Yeah, I, was that a real song or was that just something made up? Oh no, the the poodle scene. Yeah, I believe it's a bounce by System of a Down. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. How was the movie? I've heard some people say they liked it. Some people say it was kind of garbage. It was okay. <laughs> so you're right in the middle. Yeah, it was. You know what? You know what uh, would be really good? Mm-hmm. There's not many. We need to do an Illumination uh, podcast. Uh, some of them I actually do really enjoy. Like, did they do Sing? Was that? Yes. I actually really like that movie. But that means we're going to have to watch Hop. And I've heard that's really bad. I didn't. I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> uh, the next one is Inside Out. I think this is a very, very good movie. 
See, I actually haven't seen Inside Out. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. I I guess I'll do most of the talking here. Yeah, from, uh, from this point onward, I've seen some of them, but this is where my seeing these is going to fall off. Okay. Um, I really like this movie. Uh, I think the voice cast is really good. A lot of the jokes were pretty funny. It's very... It's a good... It's a good way to explain emotions to younger kids. I think they did a really good job. Just not beat it into them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's a good way to be like, hey... And the message is... Uh, no, I meant physically beat your kids oh, yeah. until Just, they like, understand fear. Yeah. Emotions! Sounds like my childhood. Uh, do you care for spoilers? Because I was going to say something about no, the you ending. Can, I've, I've read the plot of it at one point, so I was yeah. like, I'm curious what it's about. The ending does, uh, it basically is like, because Joy's uh, the real, like, the main um, emoji, emoji, emotion, whatever, and then sadness is also there, but she, uh, Joy sees sadness as kind of like, hey, you're messing things up. Yeah. But the ending scene is like, one of the most important memories is a sad memory that shapes uh, the girl into who she is. It's, it's like her apparent suicide notes. Yeah, it's she's reading it, and it's <laughs> like, whoa, this is really depressing. Yeah. I, they actually showed the parents inside the nooses, which was really different. It got real dark for a Pixar yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, like, I was like, huh. And then Angry was like, ah, ha, ha, a suicide's funny. And then the movie just ends. No. Uh, yeah, I think she like, she falls or something while, ski, uh, while, while uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, ice skating or something. Mm-hmm. Something, to do, something to do with snow. But uh, it kind of just shows like you, you can't always be happy. You need that sadness to kind of enjoy the happy moments. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like, like that's also that like that scene, and not not Pixar at all, but the South Park where Butters gets uh gets dumped or whatever, and he's uh sitting in the rain all sad, and the the goth kids are like asking if he wants to be part of them, and they're like, "Well, aren't you sad?" He's like, "Yeah, but that's kind of the good thing because as sad as I am now." That means I was happy at some point. You can't be have happy without sad. And it's this like whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the message of the movie, yeah. <laughs> Cause if you were happy all the time, what would be the point of it? You need moments to you bring you those... down to to make the happiness worth it. Yeah. Like uh it's like it's like Adam Sandler movies. For every I don't know, what's a really good Adam Sandler movie? Uh Fifty first dates or something. You have a for every fifty first dates. There's a Jack and Jill. <laughs> I, I, Both need to exist. I suppose. <laughs> and there's even like really subtle things, like little touches, like uh, like when they when they go into different people's bodies and show their emotions. Everyone has a main emotion who's kind of at the. Uh, at the helm. At the, at the helm. Like, for the girl, it's happiness or joy. Mm-hmm. But when they go into the dad's head, the main one is anger. When they go into the mom's head, the main one is sadness. Is the dad a raging alcoholic? Is that why he's always angry and the mom's sad? Yeah, I guess I guess maybe the mom has, like, depression or something. Like, it's kind of dark. And then the dad kind of uses his, like, dad anger to, like, Rrr, you know? The A.K.A. the the beer. Yeah, the, the abusive father, yes. Uh, but yeah, I just think it's a very, it's a very interesting idea. And it also has a villain that you don't, or not a villain, sorry. It's also has a character that I thought was going to be a villain. There's like a, an old imaginary friend they find inside the head. She's like, oh, uh, he's like, oh, I want to go back That sounds like schizophrenia. (laughs) It's like, uh, 
He's like, oh, I'm uh, the girl's imaginary friend from when she was five. I want to go back to the brain with you so she can remember me. And I was like, okay, here's the villain. He's going to try to sabotage everything. He's like, no, I want her all to myself. But no, they he's just, don't do that. Yeah, he's just a, a memory that she has. It's a foundation of who she is. It's like, oh, okay, good for this movie. There's not really an antagonist. Can, can we have a Pixar movie that deals with schizophrenia? Like a, a sequel to this? Uh yeah, that's what the good dinosaurs about. Actually, we're about to go into that. No, <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I'll uh I would say nine nine point five. It's okay. really good. I I need to watch this then. I enjoy this one a lot. Um, the next one's a good dinosaur. Didn't see it. I had no desire to see it. I <laughs> did. From what I hear, like the animation's beautiful, and people were like, some parts are good, but a lot of it's bad. <laughs> it looked like the worst Pixar movie. Yeah, I. You think people will get mad if we skip it? No. <laughs> All right. Well, TBD. TBD. It's uh, bad. Find, <laughs> finding Dory. Uh, a lot of people dislike this movie. I, again, I feel like this is a Monsters University scenario where it's like it yeah, wasn't horrible. I, it wasn't great. I really liked it. <laughs> I oh, really, really liked it. I thought it was okay. I think. Uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Uh. Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston as the octopus was great. Was that Brian Cranston? Yeah. There was a lot of real famous voices in this. I forget yeah, there was. was... I know Dee yeah. from Always Sunny's in it. Uh, she's she... the, the whale. Is she is the it... whale? Yeah. Yes. That was... That's actually good. I feel like that's a funny callback because she does the whale voice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, this I, I did like from. that scene a lot. I was like, that's cute. I like that. It was a vi- And the animation... As good as Finding uh, Finding Nemo was, this one... Oh, the, it might be my favorite, and like, just pure animation. Yeah, it's a gorgeous movie. And I, uh, what, uh, I, I noticed kind of in this movie that Nemo has mm-hmm. a little bit more of a presence, or like a character. Mm-hmm. Because he's constantly like, we gotta find Dory, like, Dad, like, Dory's our best friend. And he's like, talking to his dad, like, like a character, yeah. and I was like, whoa. See, in the first one, he was more of a plot device. I mean, the whole Finding Nemo. It's, Finding Nemo. But, yeah, where, where, where he be? But it feels like he grew up a little bit. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh. oh. okay. And there's still some really good gags, like uh, like Ed mm-hmm. <laughs> with the, the zeal. You know, off, off, off. Like, that cracks me up. Or Becky. Becky's eating a cup. Yeah, yeah. Because like some- I've actually, I've only seen it once. I watched it with my, my littlest sister. I'll have to go back and rewatch it on my own to where I can I've pay actually, a little more attention th- to it. I think I've only seen it once or twice, but I don't know. Something about it just stuck with me. I guess because I love the first one. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's, I, I really liked it. It's yeah, I would, I, would, I would give it like a six and a half. I would probably still give it like a good seven to eight. Like I, okay. I still really like it. Uh, Cars three. Didn't, didn't watch that it. one. <laughs> didn't see it. People said it's the best out of the Cars movies, so I guess we'll take their word. I heard the video game was actually really good. Yo, I've heard these Cars games, aside from maybe a few, are actually pretty fun. I had I had Cars one on the Wii, and that shit was fun as hell. The little me. Life is a highway. You know, wasn't that a cover? Uh, that Rascal Flatts cover made for Cars. Yes. It's a darn good cover, though. I hate Rascal Flats. I <laughs> I don't have any feelings towards them, but man, do I love that song. Something about, like, just the way that when when the chorus comes up, he hits that. He hits it. 
he like, do he, he do go it. hard. He goes hard. Love is a high. Like he goes. He, he knew, goes he's like, in. This is gonna be in a Pixar movie. This is gonna pay for my kid's college. I he's gotta like, come do on, we my gotta best. Try. Like even if you hate Rascal Flats, you gotta admit that at least. I like he goes he tr- hard in the paint. I will give him. He he went hard and he tried. I, I'm not gonna say I like <laughs> it, but I appreciate the <laughs> amount of effort that he put into it. Yeah, because the original is still a good song, but man, mm-hmm. this one, this it hits. Like, see, I don't even really like the original all that much either. Though maybe it's really? just I don't like the song. Maybe yeah, maybe you just don't like the song. I don't know. Like I was listening to it recently while I was driving, and I was like, this is a good feeling. You're on you're, you're on the treadmill. You know I haven't played that while running, but I think I should. All right. Well, I guess there's we really didn't talk about Cars three, but yeah, no. <laughs> Rascal Flats the movie gets a seven out of ten. Now, uh, Cars three. I guess we'll TBD that one too. Yeah, I have haven't seen. It. I really had no desire to see it though. I didn't, but the trailer was dark. Didn't they show Lightning McQueen like dying? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's the best out of the Cars trilogy, so... So not saying much. That's not saying a whole lot. I get... It, like, okay, so comparing to, like, other studios, they're Even probably... Even their worst is still pretty okay. Yeah, like, this other is still, like, a 2. good... Yes, other from Cars 2. And even then, Cars 2 is still just mediocre, not garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next one, ooh, I have a lot of to say about the next one. Coco. Oh, Coco, man. Please tell me you've seen it. I was gonna start saying, you know, what's the? I don't even know who it's by, but I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. See, I've seen it. You've I seen have. It. I really. I, I'm gonna sound bad. I had no desire to see it until uh, my dad actually, because my my family watched it, and uh, my little sister's like, "Yeah, it was good." But I was like, yeah, whatever. You're little kids. What do you know? But my dad was like, I went into it with no expectations. I really enjoyed that. And I was like, I adore this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think just this is a way to do representation right. Yeah. I was about to say, even though I am not Hispanic myself, growing up in San Antonio, I am around oh, yeah. the culture. We're, even so if to you're see not that like represented well. <laughs> That's the thing about uh, San Antonio is even if you're not Hispanic, you're Hispanic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've I, seen so much of the culture. I Have I ever told the story of when uh, I thought I was going to get shot at McCreelis? No, what? <laughs> uh, I went to see uh, Avengers... What's the second one? Age of Ultron? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there were some dudes playing some Tejano music in the, the parking lot. And I did like... I can't do it right now because Mike is asleep. But I did the... Oh! The, the the yell and, oh, the, the, the the grito yeah and I I can actually do it like I like I, said, I can't do it I feel now like I've heard you I feel like I've heard you do it so. don't want don't want to wake Micah up but uh <laughs> so I did that and then I realized I was like I'm a 19 year old scrawny white dude like that might that might be insensitive that might not be good and they looked at me and they started laughing up they're like hey white boy can do it yeah that's what because like because I I think I don't know if it's just here but. Latinos definitely in here. Mm-hmm. They just love other people joining their culture. Mm-hmm. Like they enjoy it. They embrace it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I love that because I, I love the culture. It's a great culture. The like, food it's, is amazing. Especially, ooh, yes. But I feel like I'm, I'm half Latino, so I'm half Mexican. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not super close to my roots, a lot of the stuff in the movie, I was like, oh, I've seen this. It, it hits close. You're like, oh, shit. 
like even just little things where the the grandma was or the yeah i think it's a grandma she mm-hmm. was like hey do you want some more tamales and he was mm-hmm. like oh no gracias and she was like what did you say and he's like uh see and like because my mom's my mom was a lot she's still like that actually mm-hmm. she's like oh no eat eat uh like i've made all this food please eat you know my and mom just, doesn't sound like that but <laughs> and like like with the previous girlfriends i've had before kaylee I'd, i've only dated uh mexican girls so i was around that culture especially with the, my previous girlfriend because i was around her family all the time mm. yeah my so ex was, was super mexican too mm-hmm. so. so i really that was like when i got like in the shit yeah and the the colors the animation oh it's beautiful the character design like oh so beautiful like the world of the dead Oddly enough, looks so alive. <laughs> such such a beautiful. See, movie. I heard people criticizing. The only criticism I heard was that people were saying like they were trying to copy. What is it? The Book of Life. The Book of Life. I've heard the Book of Life's pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, but then I've heard people say that they're still pretty different. Different. It's yeah. I think it's like, just themes. It's kind of like like comparing two Christmas movies. It's like it's a holiday, and it's gonna have similar yeah. things about. I, it, I think it know? just got that criticism because up until that point there hadn't been. That type yeah, of there's representation. There's not a whole, whole lot of Dia de los Muertos movies. But yeah, no, it was Coco. Coco, very good. Yeah, it's and the uh, the soundtrack as well. Like, the soundtrack uh, like, is, it's mm, banging. Fire. I love Remember Me because they play it in so many styles. Mm-hmm. I thought that yes, was a really cool touch. Yeah, the ending, I bawled. I cried like a baby. I thought you were gonna say I cried like a bitch. I cried like no, yeah, I cried like a I. Oh man, because I guess I don't know if it's because I don't have grandparents or because I'm very close with my own parents. But mm-hmm. man, that that was emotional. See, it did. And also, it didn't get the Toy Story cry out of me, but it did. It did get some no, watery eyes. This probably got the hardest cry of out of any movie. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe because I'm. Maybe it was the Mexican that came out. Like, I think I, it even made don't... my dad cry. Which when he told me that, I was like, "What?" He liked father crying. Hmm. And yeah, when it, and when it comes to representation, like I think if you do, because this seems it seems just a very genuine movie. Mm-hmm. Like like a lot of a lot of heart behind it. Care, you know? yeah. Like they, yeah. it wasn't just shoehorned. Like how do we make how do we make money off of our Hispanic viewers? Yeah, the only thing that seemed to piss people off was them putting a Frozen short that was 20 minutes long in the original run in theaters. Yeah, that was that was more of a short film, not just a short. Yeah, no, it wasn't, because the shorts themselves are like five minutes and mm-hmm. less than that. And it's it just seemed to people, it's like, ah, uh, w- people aren't going to come see this Mexican movie. Got to get the whiteies in somehow. Let's put Frozen Oh, you know, dude, it's like next time we got to do uh like we're doing Pixar movies now we got to do Pixar shorts. Ooh, actually, I I I need to buy those DVDs and watch all of them. And I'll I will talk on why Jerry's game is the best one. <laughs> That's the chess one, right? Yes, I love that one. I actually I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, we're oh, yeah. down to the last three. Yeah, Coco, what do you what do you give it? Ten out of ten. I give it eleven out. Eight and a half. Eleven out of ten. I you know what? Better than Ratatouille. I don't... I was going to say, I don't love it as much as Ratatouille, but I guess it just means a lot. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like it hits you more on an emotional level. Emotional, personal. It's kind of like when I found out about Miles Morales, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, yeah, he's probably not the best Spider-Man, but... He's not Tobey Maguire, but I appreciate it more. 
Yeah, I relate. I super relate. But yeah, so 10, 10 out of 10. Great, great movie. I probably love it just as much, I will say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Incredibles 2. I saw this on a date. I uh, watched it And she it on... never texted back, so. Oh. I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bad oh, memories. The, the date went so terribly. <laughs> When, uh, when was this? I guess it was uh, when Incredibles 2 came out, but... Yeah, I, I was still working at the theater, and there was a manager, and his sister was... Mm. Anyway, uh, so I asked her on... I got her number, because I would always see her, and I would always, like, like uh, hug her, and she'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. she'd always be so happy to see me. And we would hug, and, like, I would pick her up, and she'd be like, oh, hee, hee, hee. So I got her number, and uh, we were texting and talking, and she, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go watch a movie and get some dinner. She was like, cool. And on the phone and texting, it was going super great. Uh, but in the movie, I don't know, something was just off or awkward. And, like, I was sitting next to her, and it took me, like, 30... I think I'm just an awkward person mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, and so, like, it took me 30 minutes to be like, hey, can I put my arm around you? Because <laughs> I just don't have that much dating, like, date yeah, experience. I was, when I first started know? dating Kaylee, like, I, I was... We saw Endgame together. That's right. Yeah, and, was uh, that awkward? It wasn't, but it was just like the entire time I was like, "Do do I put my arm around her? What do what do I do?" Yeah, I remember we were walk because this is before I was driving. Mm-hmm. So we went to the theater and we went to a restaurant next door. Uh, which which one do you go the, to? We went to Roadhouse. Okay, Texas Roadhouse always yeah. good. Always so good. on 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 the way, I think either on the way there or on the way back, I was like, "Can I hold your hand?" She's like, "Oh." I don't really hold hands on the first date. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. So. Right. I was like, we so no not head? fucking. So no head? No. <laughs> yeah. And then she just ghosted. Like, she just stopped texting back after the day, that date. And I was like, oh, okay. So Incredibles 2, 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Uh, it's good. It's not, it's not up to the first one, but it's. Yeah, I will say it's disappointing, but. Man, that those themes, those theme songs, Mister Incredible. I'll say, I'll say six point eight out of ten, right below a seven. Yeah, this is another one where I find the villain to be extremely weak. Yeah, especially compared. Oh, we we didn't talk about Syndrome in the first. Syndrome movie. was incredible. Great villain, great backstory, great voice acting, great lines. There is no. Oh no, that I was. I, I was about to quote Megamind for some reason. That's not what I wanted. The 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 when she's got the S for sitter. I was gonna have BS, but I didn't want to be walking around. <laughs> yeah, but this one's villain. It's like a disgruntled secretary, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's the the mayor's sister. Yes. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Uh, the Jack Jack stuff was really funny. I I find the best scenes. Where honestly, when Mr. Incredible was trying to take care of the uh Him the just kids. being a dad. Yeah, and him being tired. Like, that's, that was funny. You know, and... Uh, it, it, and I feel like I don't have kids, but I feel like for parents, that was actually very relatable. Yeah, very... Because uh, the first one is very, like, mature and adult. And I feel mm. like that was something in this movie for the parents. He's like, math is math! Like, that part gets me. <laughs> the, the, the memes that have come out of that oh, yeah. blank is blank. Yeah, like like uh like we uh, this is the Blink One Eighty Two podcast, and there's one with like, oh, do you like Blink One Eighty Two with Tom Delonge or without Tom Delonge? He's like Blink One Eighty Two is Blink One Eighty Two. Like uh, yeah, that's this great. This a lot of memes from this one actually. Yeah. I think it was was it this one that was like the 
the we can get closer and like the face Mr. Incredible makes that became a meme. Yes. Okay, so great memes. Uh decent yeah, movie. Good. It's good. good. It's good. That's why six point eight. Like, yeah, I would right say probably under yeah, seven. Yeah. I'd give it a six point eight. We'll we'll do that. Good. It's a good movie. Uh it's good. Bad memories with I'm... a good movie. Yeah, I don't know why my voice is getting high pitched. It's good. It's good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, the short before this movie. I don't. What was uh, the Bow? short? I, Bow. I, that was okay. the one with the dumplings. The, where she makes the dumpling. Yes. Okay. Because I saw, like I said, I saw this on Disney Plus, so I didn't remember the short. That was another awkward thing. I was trying not to cry because I was on a date, but man, that was an emotional short. You should have should have shown her you were a sensitive man. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly what every girl wants to see on a first date. A crying man crying at a Chinese animated lady. Yeah. That really that really wets the panties. Oh yeah, that's that's how I got Kaylee. Is it really? No. <laughs> oh god. You know what? We're gonna have how to have got, a pod How I got her was uh playing Never Have I Ever with her friends and they were all being boring. I was like, We gotta go. Have you ever put anything up your butt? And they're like, Have you? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Is that really what got her to like you? I don't know if that was it, but that is exactly what happened the first time we hung out. That's that's a great story. I love. We're gonna have to have a uh, how I met how you or how you met Kaylee story podcast. I would, uh, that would be fun. Yeah, we'll bring her on, and then th- you'll both t- tell two totally different stories, mm-hmm. and then we'll and we'll figure out that this whole relationship has been a sham, and it's really me and you who's been dating. Yeah, you're not supposed to give them like too much of a. I mean. I'll put in some music. Did you, <laughs> oh, like, no. did you like the last? Uh, <laughs> did you like the last podcast where I put the Dragon Ball Z title music? Yes. I was like, "What would fit here?" No, <laughs> but yeah. So we got two more movies. Uh, Toy Story Four. I cried. I cried. I like it better than Toy Story Three. I would say. I think I do too. Yeah, it was. It was it's more, controversial. It was. Do you more realize just a Woody story? But do you realize how controversial of an opinion this is that we both have? I mean, it's not. I've. I've. I have more controversial movie opinions, but oh yeah, specific Lion movies. Yeah, I will say the Lion King remake sucks. I uh, oh the live action one. Mm-hmm. I never saw it. Live action in quotes. Live yeah, action. all CGI. <laughs> What's live action about it? I eh, don't worry about that. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I this is another one where there wasn't, there's not really a villain. No, and the existential, like the existential crisis. Yeah, <laughs> like I've, <laughs> I talked about this movie in my uh, 2019 uh, movie list, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is a Toy Story movie that talks about what it means to be alive. Yeah, like it went <laughs> way deeper than I was expecting. Like I, I don't know if everybody's listening seen it, but there's. The end one, it's them saying goodbye to each other. Like, I mm-hmm. I cried. I cried so hard. You know what I just thought about? Mm-hmm. This is a good video essay idea. I don't know if I should say it, but uh, the Toy Story movies are, all four of them are a perfect, they're like a perfect uh, movies to watch as you're growing up because mm-hmm. they teach you. It's like different lessons at each stage of your, like, life. See, I like, think the first one's, like, a very child centric, like don't yeah. be jealous, accept new people, accept mm-hmm. change, whatever. Number two is like, uh, I guess like don't trust. Yeah, don't trust somebody just because they're nice. 
Yeah, or like you know something about your friends can backstab you, or mm-hmm. so there's something there. Yeah, basically, uh, one, be careful who you trust. Be careful who you trust. Toy Story, th- Toy Story three is like letting go, mm-hmm. and like growing up. Toy Story four is like you're in your twenties and you're like, what is life? Yeah, what am I doing? That's a good video essay. I'm gonna have to make that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that thing. Yeah. And is I think that's another reason I love the series so much is because I grew, I I grew up almost at like Andy's pace. Yeah, I think we like just our generation, I guess, mm-hmm. was perf. We were the perfect age for this type of stuff, and they, I think Disney and Pixar knew that. Oh, that's exactly why they did it. Yeah, yeah, they knew that the because right around the we we weren't exactly college age, but we were teenagers. Yeah, like, I was. I was, we were high school when it came. I out. was fourteen. We I think we were, we were fourteen, so mm-hmm. we were starting to grow up. Yeah, like getting we were. At, starting high school but we were close enough that it was like like yeah like this will be us resonated. in a few years yeah yeah and then toy story 4 we're all in our 20s and we're like dang what is life you know yeah. what does it mean yeah i did and i I, re- I i feel like they kind of dumbed buzz down a little bit for this one yeah because it's mostly a woody story like yeah. you said the, the buzz the, the bits of him listening though was kind of funny the inner voice stuff yeah i I know some people did not like it, but the Keen Peel characters, the Keen Peel characters were hysterical. When they're talking about uh, like the the first one where they like attack the lady and then it uh, the plush her. rush. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Well, we're not doing that." Uh, <laughs> and then they're like, "Where's this going?" And it's like a super extended story. Like the lady comes home and takes a bath, yeah. and then they attack her. Uh, and uh, then uh, Duke Kaboom was that his name? Duke Boom, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Like this, sh- in in theory, this should not have worked. Like we're like, oh, we're putting Keanu Reeves because he's popular. Oh, Keen Peel are popular. Let's put them in. It, that should have worked. It just wor- there's talented people writing it's, these movies. It's what Mater should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'll give it a 9.5 out of 10 for me. Ooh, you know what? 10. Damn, okay. I don't I don't find anything wrong with this movie. I I I'm honestly a little surprised it went that high for you. Yeah, I was so hard on the toy. Maybe it could be just cuz this is the most recent one I've seen. You haven't you haven't been burnt out fresh. on it yet, yeah. But it's so and thing is, like, I watch a lot of, like, uh, music, re- not music, uh, movie reviewers, and, like, mm-hmm. I pay attention to, like, people with the movie reviewer sphere on, like, YouTube. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were hard on this movie. Yeah, I, I think it was just because so many people thought, like, three ended on a note. They're like, you don't need to make more. Like, it was mm-hmm. a perfect ending. I, I mean, I thought that, but then I watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. That's, I went into it thinking that, but then, uh, yeah. Yeah. What's funny is I watched uh, the remake of Child's Play, and then it was a double feature, and then I went to go watch Toy Story 4. <laughs> I loved the, uh, I, the I didn't watch the new Child's Play, but the ad campaign that they had with, because they were they, at least on the same killed, day, right? Yeah, it was the same weekend, I think, and he, it was him killing Woody, or he killed Slinky, or like yeah. the dinosaur. Taking out the Toy Story toys, basically. That was that was a that's a good that's a good one. I like that. That was good. Uh, the marketing. movie itself was okay, but uh, Toy Story Four is a really good movie. Even Bo, like them bringing back Bo Peep, was mm-hmm. done well. 
they did it in a yeah, it was a an interesting like I never would have expected that, but mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Yeah, and even though the the character you think is going to be the villain, that doll thingy, mm-hmm. not a villain, not a villain, and sympathetic, and and a lot of people hated Forky, but I love Forky. I I thought he was funny. I thought I thought the whole tra- trash <laughs> trash like that. Is hello, I'm trash. That's that's how I feel on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I thought I thought too. I thought it was, I was like, oh, here we go, another stupid, annoying character, but. He's dumb, but like he's endearing, and he comes to terms with like yeah his and it, place and in the him, world. Yeah, you see him understand, so he kind of grows too. Yeah, the only thing I'd probably say was uh, a lot of the the other characters got pushed aside, but mm-hmm. the stuff that they got replaced with was still really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I don't, it's not that big of a problem for me. Yeah, I was, I enjoyed it. Oh, and and then animational. Oh, oh my god, it looks so good. The rain in the beginning scene was, oh, it, ugh, ugh. But yeah, so I, yeah, I would, I don't really find any problems, so I guess, logically, I would have to put it at a 10. All right, and I, I gave it nine and a half, so. Yeah, so I guess the 10s so far are, well, I'll I'll, t- I'll tally it up when we're done. Uh, Onward, mm. the most recent one. I haven't seen. Uh, it's good. I don't see me coming back to it. The ending was really good. And that's about I do want to see it solely for the metalhead character. Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's some good gags and there's some really good voice performances. Tom Holland, I'm glad he keeps getting work that isn't Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Isn't and he Chris Pratt's be really good. Yeah, he's Nathan Drake, and uh, he was in some historical piece too called "The Current War" about Edison and uh, Tesla or oh, Tessa. That actually, I kind of want to watch that. That sounds really cool. It sounds really cool. I didn't get to see it, but yeah. So I don't. I don't really have a whole lot to say. I will say the some of the marketing for the first LGBT character in a Pixar movie was mm. really it was overblown. Stupid. It was stupid because it was literally one sentence. Yeah, it's it's because it, oh, even then, technically, she wasn't the first, right? Because there's a, a a lesbian couple in Toy Story Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or in Finding Dory, I think they show a couple as well holding a baby. They they, uh, they Pixar's really like trying to push like every every new movie is like this is our first gay character. This and is our first is, gay character. And the thing that I was like, if you want to make a gay character that's a, I don't know, a character that's in it for a chunk of the movie, mm-hmm. do it. That'd be cool. Uh, but this is, they literally say, oh, hey, my girlfriend's kids drive me crazy. Yeah. And that's it. And I was like, what? And the thing that, that drives me up a wall is they claim this fake, like, wokeness, I guess you'd call it, even though mm-hmm. the term's kind of cringy. But uh, this fake, like... I, I guess virtue signaling, even though, yep. again, that term is also very cringy because people u- overuse it. But they they do this, and then for the Chinese cut, they, took they it out. cut out those scenes. I was like, do you really believe the things they're saying? They're, do you really care about these things? They're just trying to do it for publicity. Yeah, and they're just trying to, and then they're trying to play to the Chinese market because they're cutting out these scenes. It's like, what? Okay, sure, whatever, Disney or Pixar, you know. Uh, but yeah, I would say the movie itself's decent. There's some funny scenes, but the ending is very emotional. I have to, I'll have to see it then. 
Especially if it because that's to do with the father, the whole movie. Especially if you're close it's to because the, they're trying to bring him back to life or something, uh-huh. right? Yeah, if you have a very good relationship or close relationship with your father, you'll probably enjoy it, or the ending at least. Mm-hmm. I know I did, or no, or the part that's that got me was the ending because it's about brothers. And, yes, uh, I, I'm pretty close to my brother, so I, I related to that. I was like, this is this is a good brother story, but though they don't do too much with the world. And the story is pretty generic, so it's okay. Uh, six, six out of ten. Uh, so one of those that like down the road, yeah, but don't rush to watch it. Yeah, like maybe it'll go up as time goes by. Maybe it'll go up to a seven, but as is, it's good. it's okay. Yeah. So what I was gonna say was like the tens I gave were Toy Story four, mm-hmm. Ratatouille, and Coco. Cool, cool. Uh, I think I gave it to Toy Story 1 and 2. <laughs> and that's it, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no other, not even Coco or it goes up to that for you, man? Like No, no, nothing, nothing will hit the highs of the of Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good Pixar movies, uh, I would say. Yeah, there were definitely more hits than misses. Oh, for sure. Because they don't really miss, huh? Yeah, and but... Other than, it seems like they had two... Actual misses. Yeah, there's Cars 2 and then, like, Good Dinosaur. Dinosaur. They they might have had some that were just, like, base hits. They had a lot of home runs. Those movies have good elements. Well, maybe not Cars 2. But... (laughs) No, Uh, but even even a base hit is good. That is... You you were glad with the base hit. Yeah. Can't can't hit a home run every time. I think Cars 2 is more of, like, a bunt to the first base, but... Bunt? It would be a bunt to the pitcher and then getting thrown out. (laughs) <laughs> it's more like a bean to the to the to the person on base. Uh, no, Cars Two is getting hit right in the nuts by the pitcher and forgetting oh. to have worn a cup that day. Oh no! Uh, but yeah, so, but like I guess my my favorites were Toy Story Four, Coco, and Ratatouille. I would say other than Toy Story Monsters Inc. and Incredibles for me would probably be my highest rated. Okay, I, once I see Incredibles again, it'll probably go up a lot. It's really good. I think you'll appreciate it more as you've gotten yeah. older as well. Uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty sure as time goes by, I'll hate Incredibles too, just because I hate the date. <laughs> like you said, bad <laughs> memories. I'll go on a date with you and we'll, we'll watch it. We'll watch it again. Uh, at this time, Soul isn't out yet, I but I really want to see it. I am really excited for Soul. It looks amazing. It looks great. It looks... Mm snack of a movie and, I, and then also next year there's a movie called luca coming out which i don't know anything about i didn't even know that was a movie supposed to be coming out yeah apparently it's adopted from some story called la luna so i guess maybe it'll be another coco type thing yeah i will i'll just have to i'll have to go look it up and find out what yeah. it's about yeah because the director is uh of latin descent enrico casarosa Are you sure he's not italian and Nico Casarosa. Uh, oh, yeah, it, he is Italian. Never mind. Wait, is he really? Yep. <laughs> Whoops. I said that as a joke. He is Italian. <laughs> I should have I said Polish or something. That Italian was just the first thing that popped in my brain. And you were right about it. Damn it. Uh, so, but yeah. Oh, what? 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 Uh, hold on a sec. Music of Soul. Is done by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. 
Oh, the, you per actually, if this it's about a guy dying, Trent Reznor can do death pretty well. Yeah, well, it's gonna have a jazz soundtrack, so that's interesting. That is gonna be different. Like, what if this whole thing is like them playing up, like, oh, it's lighthearted, but it's literally just a guy going through hell. <laughs> he gets a, what sins have I have committed? You were black. You were black. And they just drop him into the fire, the lake of fire. It's just all this weird industrial music behind <laughs> it. This sludgy just... Uh, but yeah, so uh, that's our our, our uh, Pixar marathon. That was pretty fun. Yeah. I uh, I really do want to do other themed episodes like this again. It is, it's fun to do. It's, it's fun to just kind of like really deep... Actually, that wasn't even deep dive because we didn't really deep dive into any of them but just to go through the whole history of something yeah and kind of just like talk about the stuff we really like yeah yeah very passionate episode yeah uh i guess we can uh, go into questions we actually have a good amount so we'll probably try to blast through them yeah because it's getting pretty late yeah, we we want it to be done by one thirty a.m., but it's uh it's one fifty two right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll blast through this real quick, and then as long as I'm in bed in like twenty twenty five minutes, we'll be good. Oh yeah, that should be that should be plenty. So if you guys want to send us any questions, uh, make sure to tweet me or DM me on Instagram at Hugger Derek, or if you know Colton, you can ask him in person. Come tickle me and whisper it in my ear. Come tickle him right in his toy story. What? That's my butthole. That's his butt. No, no, butthole. Baha. (laughs) My baha. Baha. Anyway, our first question uh, comes from Instagram. At Jackery on Instagram writes in. He says, how does how do you think COVID affects the production uh, of animated movies like delays? I think it probably delayed a lot of stuff. Um, I was trying to think of maybe something not, funny to say. Maybe not animation, because I guess that could be done remotely. remotely. But I definitely, it didn't have a, probably not as much as animation, but yeah, especially live now action that movies. Most animation is done on, like, what, Cintiq, is that what they call it? The computer tablet that you mm, draw on? Yeah, so <laughs> a lot of that can be, yeah. Uh, but live action movies, it definitely put a damper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the Batman got delayed. Yeah, well, that and I heard that Robert Panson was giving people, like, issues. Uh, I think he's earned it at this point, though. It looks, it still looks so good. He's a good actor. I hate to admit Dang. it, but he's a good actor. I, I will happily admit he's great. Uh, he is. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, so, that was easy Probably question. not too much, yeah. Yeah. Not on animation, really, because Soul's still coming out. Mm-hmm. And I so, don't think that got delayed at all. Yeah, a lot of this stuff only got delayed just because companies want to make money, mm-hmm. and they want to, or studios, and they want to release it when theatrical release. people can see it. Uh, the next question comes from at intro.george, which, by the way, I just edited a video for my buddy George for his YouTube channel. I'll link it in the description. Go, go, go support him. Go subscribe because... I actually still uh, need to I, watch this, his stuff. I have not watched any of it yet. Yeah, I I work for him. So a support for him, support for me because he pays me. I will, I will watch then. Keep my boy employed. Keep my boy employed. 
Uh, he asks, what's your least favorite Disney princess? Uh, pro- it probably is some of the earlier ones because some of them are kind of boring. I the guess. girl from Brave. Really? Okay. I would say that at least her accent and her design makes her more interesting. Um, you know what? I actually haven't seen a lot of the classic Disney princess stories because I just wasn't interested as a kid. Yeah, you were. See, I grew up with a mom who loved all of it, so I mm. was forced to sit through them, so I've seen them all. And yeah. I guess um, even if I don't like them, they're so timeless, I don't feel like the Brave Girl's going to hold up in 100 years. Yeah, probably not. Like, there's ones I like. Like, I like Belle. I think she's an interesting character uh, from, mm-hmm. Beauty, from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like, and I love Tiana. I love Tiana mm-hmm. for Princess and the Frog. That might be a black thing, but... You know, she was, well, she was a good character. She, she's really interesting and sassy and, like, but not in an annoying way. Yeah, she was done right. She's kind of, she's just like a, a har- she's a workaholic, which I don't, the, we don't see princesses like that in Disney movies that are just like, I have three jobs, you know? Yeah, what, <laughs> who else, like, what other princesses were just kind of? I guess maybe like some of the earlier ones, like Snow White and like Cinderella, like, eh, or Sleeping Beauty, it's like, eh. See, like those, like I said, I, even if I don't love them, I feel like the timelessness, they get a boost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll just, I'll just say like Snow White. Cause that's probably the one that's like, or Sleeping Beauty. Cause that's probably the one that's like, I don't hear anyone talk about Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. I'm sticking with the, uh, the brave girl. Okay. I need to see Tangled. I heard that's really good. Oh, Tangled is fantastic. He also writes in what movie made you cry? Uh, we just talked about it. Coco. I guess which, which Toy Pixar Story one? 4. Yeah, oh yeah. That and Coco made me. See, like up. I said, Coco had the watery eyes, but there, there's been other movies that got watery. Toy mm-hmm. Story 4 was legitimately me like. See, it was the opposite effect for me. Toy Story 4 was teary because I was like, dang, this is a good ending. But uh, Coco oh, no, was I, like my, tears. The, the ugly running nose. Mm. Just like. <gasps> yeah. yeah, that was me with Coco. I watched it with my brother and my mom and we all just. Jesus, that movie. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much Disney. Disney, though, is the only type that can get that response out of me. I I did tear up uh, when I when uh, Finding Dory like when it started mm-hmm. just because the animation was beautiful. <laughs> You're like this is so it just like, like it's progressed so much. I was like oh this the art is so nice and that because it's just like Finding Nemo is yeah. such a close movie to me. Uh, and then also, what Disney movie would you want to be in? He did say just Disney, so I'm gonna go Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> um, shit. Treasure Planet. Oh yeah, that's an interesting one to be in. Or Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. Either of those would, would be fun. You would want to be in the action ones. I see. Yeah. Yeah. What about Sinbad? No wait, no, that's DreamWorks. Oh, 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 that's DreamWorks, oh, oh right? no! I take everything I said back. Technically, mm-hmm. Star Wars is the Disney property now. Oh, doing the loophole. Well, then I guess I could be in Avengers then, because if we're doing, loophole, <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm gonna pick someone that something no one thinks of. I'm gonna pick John Carter. <laughs> I. You were right. I forgot that movie existed. I feel bad for that franchise or uh, that and Tron because it's like, oh, these are these cool sci-fi franchises, and then they bought Star Wars, mm-hmm. and it's like we don't need these anymore. Especially Tron because that you could do a lot with that. It it it, it at least had a great soundtrack. Yeah, oh, Daft, uh, the second Tron, Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Yo. 
Uh, I'm trying to give me one sec. I'm trying to find the other questions because they were sent in a group chat. So I'm trying okay. to come back. We'll put what's we'll put some nice music over this. I should have just screenshotted that. I was <laughs> to... Might have been a little easier. Oh, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, they asked a lot, so I told them one each. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At died underscore obsession writes in. Question for the podcast. Why is Remy the rat so hot? I'd let him spice me up any day. Oh, uh, well, because you know that he's little and flexible and could crawl around inside your innards if he wanted to. And Harry. Yeah, it, it gives you a little bit of tickle while he's crawling around in there. Women love a man with hair. Actually, d- depending on the woman, I got I got lucky. I am a very hairy man, but my girlfriend <laughs> likes hairy men, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle, I guess. Oh no, I am uh, I am a fucking Sasquatch. Jeez. At Ty Rizza on Instagram writes in, "Why didn't Fix It Felix use his magic hammer to fix Vanellope's glitching?" Uh because he hates children. I I think he screams some type of uh like women don't deserve rights. Yeah, some yeah, he seems it was like really out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was very like, misogynistic. I was like, what are they trying to say with this movie? Hmm. I mean, I agree with it, but it's like, oh, where does this, this come from? Hey, I forgot we're a misogynist podcast. Yeah, that's right. We don't respect women on the podcast. We made that very clear to Kaylee when she was on. That's right. I had to remind her like in she, her place. I feel like she understood. She got it. She she knew. Yeah, she knows what's up. Uh, yeah, so that answers that question. Uh, at Christopher.Robin... It's a good name, my friend Chris. That is a great uh, name. Right? On Instagram, writes in, he says, why wasn't Lightning McQueen just put in a... Oh, no, no, okay. Uh, if you take an engine out of a car at, in the Cars universe and put it in, a, in another car, is it still the same car? Shit. He's basically asking if the engine is like the brain and contains the spirit and soul of the car. I... I don't know. Yeah, like, I've said many times that the movie Cars doesn't explain its world that well. It really, no, it's (laughs) just their cars. And it raises more questions than it answers. Because, yeah, there's so many many components to a car. It's not like people, you can't swap brains out, but in a car you can easily swap engines. Yeah, it's like that whole uh, paradox or whatever with the ship, Mm -hmm. you know, where you keep building it. At what point is it a new ship? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess, guess it would be a clone. So? Or yeah, maybe. It'll be like uh you ever play Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2? Yes. It'll be like it'll be like that. All yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll go to the next one. At Japan D ninety nine on Instagram writes in. This is more of a Disney question, but she's still low-key curious. Mm-hmm. Were Rapunzel's pubes the same length as her hair, or when she cuts it, it turns brown? Oh, uh, yes. This is this is tangled. When she cuts hair, it, it yeah. changes to oh. brown, right? Yeah. Well, no, because her her like eyebrows her, like, and eye, eyelashes. And, yeah. yeah. I think it's Every, just, just her head hair. hair. 
It's just the hair. Because, yeah, like, you, the textures of your, your pubic hair and normal hair are typically different, so... No, I think I think it's just head. So no head? <laughs> no head. <laughs> so no head. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Tangled, so I don't know. Alright. <laughs> uh that's I think that's it for the Instagram questions. Let's go oh, to Twitter. Now we now we flip over to the We're flipping over to the Twits. The Twits. Twist. At Z T C B I T W. It's Ruben. The boy, the boy Ruben, we gotta have him on the podcast one of these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, "What are the five worst movies that everyone loves, or that are completely overrated? Not partially overrated, but not completely overrated." And he wants us to also make a tier list, like we did with the Cartoon Network shows. That's probably <laughs> another episode. Yeah, but uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about overrated. Let's find a, an overrated movie. Uh, you already know my answer. Lion King. Yes, but I will. What is another overrated? This one's like it's, it's kind of just a little bit overrated. Uh, Avengers. Re- the first one. Just Avengers in general. Really. Like they're they're good, but they're not amazing. Uh, okay. I mean, I I guess I can see where you're coming from, but I don't agree with it. But I can see where you're coming see, from. See, I they're enjoyable movies, but people are treating them like they are landmark cinema, and they're just fun action movies. Yeah, I mean, they're not uh, Citizen Kane, but yeah, I don't think they're supposed to be. Yeah, they're not supposed to be, but the people act like they are. Yeah, there's people that are cringe that are, but I mean, though I will say that with Infinity War, I mm-hmm. think uh, I think Thanos is like a technical marvel. I will say that. Thanos is actually like I will give him he's a great villain yeah there's there's parts that are very like to be remembered or like Marvels or landmarks in cinema mm-hmm. but I don't think the yeah as a whole the, the series isn't great cinema although I will disagree with like Martin Scorsese who says it isn't cinema oh I no it, 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 is. it has its place it is definitely yeah. Like, I think they're, they can be just, they can be at points, the Marvel movies, just for all the Marvel movies, Mm -hmm. they can be just as artistic or uh, explain the human condition just as much as any artsy indie film, but... Yeah, just because they have a big budget doesn't mean that they... (sighs) Yeah, like stuff like, like, uh, like Black Panther really goes into like, you know, some things or, Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, not every Marvel movie, but some of them, you know. And with how Uh, many there are. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think of one that's like everyone loves, but I just don't get it. Um, I don't know. Oh, I was about to say. I oh, I guess cars. (laughs) 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 There's a lot of people that love it, and I just don't. I don't get it. Not a that that was the that was my main thing. That's the first thing I said is that I don't get cars. Not a not a movie but a tv series big bang theory bazoingers we talked about that didn't we yeah and friends don't get yeah, it friends i get some episodes but then there's just times where i'm like this isn't that funny the office i enjoy yeah. it but i don't get it that's another one you talked about yeah uh yeah i will say some stuff like that a lot of cult stuff i mm-hmm. guess hmm yeah uh yeah because a lot of like the really good stuff a lot of donnie darko like 
Really? That's not, I've never seen it. But I don't yeah, get the hype lo- around Donnie Darko. You either love or you hate it. I watched That's... it thinking that it was going to be this life-changing experience, and it's just a subpar movie. It's just a, uh, it's, you know when it was, it came out or it got loved by the right people at the right time. Mm-hmm. The emos. It know? really, yeah. The scene kids. They picked it up or they found out about it just at the right time. And it was this revelation to them and it's just a shitty movie. <laughs> it's crazy that that's young Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I, like, I always what? forget that. Like, I forget that he's been acting for that long. Yeah. And it was, it was a, a lead role. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. And Seth Rogen's in it. <sighs> yeah. 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 Uh, I forgot about that. It's been so long since I saw it. But yeah, I would say cars. Like, I just don't understand really why people love it so much. I'm going to go Donnie Darko. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Another buddy of mine from Spanish. Uh, on Twitter at Blake five three eight six zero three one three. It's a lot of numbers. He says, uh, "Who would win in a fight between the old man of Pixar, Mister Fredrickson from Up, or Jerry, the guy who plays chess with himself in the animated short before oh, Bugs Life?" Jerry, absolutely. <laughs> He's he says, "I'm talking like a bare knuckle beatdown. Which old man curb stomps the other?" Jerry. Because uh, Jerry's smart. Yeah, it's true. He is a chess player, so. And he just, he knows how to win. He'll cheat, but he'll win. <laughs> he'll play dirty. Yeah, yeah. And if, and if it is like a bare knuckle street fight, I would probably give it to Jerry as well. Because yeah, there's there's no rules in a bare knuckle street fight. Yeah, it just is what it is. It's like a game of chess. <laughs> Yeah, I'd give it to Jerry, too, because uh, he's he's kind of tall and lanky, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He and looks like he's probably in better shape, too. He can move. Yeah, he looks like he's an old man that runs, you know? He can he can move still. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Miss Fredrickson's kind of... Although, I was watching Up, and I was like, this man, this old he man is kind of OP. He's kind of OP, because he kind of... Didn't he? He pulled a house, and when he needed to uh, lighten the load, he threw out a full refrigerator... Just pushed it himself. That's true. The dude got muscle. I was like, "This is so, a strong." So this is the. Man. This is this is either this is agility versus muscle, and I think agility wins. I think yeah. I think uh, he'd put up a good fight, Mister Fredrickson, but I think Jerry would take it off just because of the uh, the strategy he probably has. All right, <laughs> that's a good. That was a really good question, actually. I yeah. really like that one. Yeah, I, I did too. Uh, uh, very uh, innovative. Not innovative. Um, <laughs> I hate this question. I hate this next question so much. Uh, at Choppa underscore Zachary, our friend. Or, <laughs> you know, he always asks the yeah. good ones. What's he got? He he writes in, what is the protocol? What is the official Monsters, Inc. protocol if a monster gets sexually assaulted by the person that they are trying to scare? And when I brought up the fact that they probably don't they only scare kids. Yeah. He said sometimes parents snoop in on their kids' room, or maybe if they got the wrong door. So if a monster accidentally scared an adult and got sexually harassed, what would be the protocol? I think they just shred the no, they shred the door with the like the monster still in the room, so he's just left there. <laughs> he's just gonna you be tortured what? for the rest of eternity. <laughs> that leads into our cryptid episode. <laughs> That's how the cryptids got here. <laughs> they were molested monsters. <laughs> they were monsters that picked the wrong door, picked a weird, horny adult, and got t- 
touched inappropriately. And then they had to shred the door because it's like, I don't want you bringing this to our monster world. They could be bringing STDs back. You can't, you can't risk it. That's true. It, it, it'll be like when, uh, when the, uh, the Europeans bought, brought smallpox. It's like, we've never seen this. I don't think monsters have seen STDs. Yeah, they, you know? it, it just wipe them all out. It would kill them all. So they have to shred the door with the monster in it. And then that's how we have Bigfoot and uh, Mothman. Mothman. Mothman's definitely from Monsters, Inc. Mothman is absolutely. <laughs> he's like a Randall type, you know? And and then he's very molestable. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. I'm not going to say that, but I guess so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate this question so much. Uh, but it's a good one. It's funny. We have two more. Okay. Oh, yeah. At black underscore Texan, brother of the podcast. Yay. He asked, what's our favorite Disney Pixar movies, which I told him I was like. That's uh, the entire episode. That's the podcast. He said, uh, the princess and the frog is underrated. That's not a question. I just felt like saying it. I, I agree yeah. with that. The music in that is incredible. Oh, so good. Randy Newman, actually. And the, the voodoo, Again. the voodoo, what, what is his name? The voodoo the guy king guy. Him? No, no, just uh, the, the actual uh, character. The Shadow Man. Shadow I don't Man. know his name, but but no, the, the guy who voices him, uh, Keith David, is okay. uh, he has a sexy voice, that Keith David. Shadow Man's it's just Gal- cool. Yeah, that's Goliath from Gargoyles, and like, it's just, a, he does a whole bunch of voice work. Keith David's very beautiful. He has, this, he has this deep, like, voice, and I wish I had it. I think we all do. I'm a little attracted to him. I'm getting a little turned on by thinking about it. Just a wee bit. So just a wee bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is underrated. Uh, I think it's probably because it was what well, was the last one of the last 2D animated movies. And that was it came out around the time where CG was already picking up a whole bunch of steam. Yeah, so I, I, kinda... I miss I miss the actual hand drawn. Oh, yeah. It was was it hand drawn or was it like? Uh... Well, I'm sure it was done on a computer. But like you said, the, the classic 2D style. Mm. I think the very last one was Winnie the Pooh, I think. Or, or I think it was just called Winnie the Pooh, right? The yes. most recent Winnie the Pooh movie. I think it was just called Winnie the Pooh. It might have just been Pooh. <laughs> it's, a, it's like Logan. It's like a dark, uh, gritty... Like, Winnie the Pooh reboot. Ro- Christopher Robin's like an old man in a wheelchair and Pooh's like... Oh, Pooh's a Vietnam vet. <laughs> They took out the rest of the Hundred Acre Woods, but me and Christopher. They Robin, were in the trees. They were in the trees. <laughs> they were in the trees. And Chris Robin's like ah, Taco Bell, ah, eh. and then, yeah. Uh, and then number three, or number three, uh, a number, another question. What are your feelings about Onward? Well, we talked about it. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, seen okay. it, so I can't give an honest review. It's all right. He also says Cars 1 was not that bad, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I, I, uh, I, I don't get it. See, that was one of those, like, it's not great, but I don't hate it. There's a part of me that hates it, just because they just keep making them. Or they kept making them for a while. I was like, stop. Please. Like, it, stop. It's not like, deserving. Why? Like, it, Monsters 2. Monsters Inc. 2, please. But, Jesus, stop. Stop it. What are you doing? Uh, it's like it's like when they kept making Line Before Time movies. It's oh, like stop it. So yeah, just just <laughs> let it die. It's like when they were like they made Mega Man X and they were like on like nine. It's like okay, I think it's time to let the series die. 
and then they went to Mega Man Z or whatever. Like, there's so many Mega Mans. Oh, ZX and, like, Battle Network and, like, there's a spinoff from Battle... That's a whole nother thing. It's too much. Uh, that's a lot of Mega Man. And not even just, like, basic Mega Man. It's all just side, side games. Mm-hmm. Although, I've heard Mega Man 11 was pretty darn good. I played the demo. I enjoyed it. It felt like Mega Man. That's good. That's all I really want. Uh, at Jaquez552X on Twitter writes in. He asks, what's the best? Uh, <laughs> this one uh, is uh, pretty much a similar. He says, what is the best Pixar movie and why is it The Incredibles? Ooh, okay. I, I see what you're doing here. I don't think it's the best, but I did very, very much enjoy it. I understand why he would. Yeah, I could. I could. It is an argument that I am. I am okay with. Mm-hmm. I might not personally subscribe to that idea, but I can totally respect if you do. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like communism and fascism. It's like, yeah, I understand it, but I don't, I don't get like it, it, but I understand it. <laughs> it ain't making me laugh, but I get it. <laughs> Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That is a fantastic... Hand Banana, no. I need to watch more of that show. I've only seen, like, clips. It's... It's an experience. I feel like it's right up my alley. Like, it's, like, weird humor. Yeah, oh, it is... I mean, just all that early Adult Swim is so... Have you watched Venture Brothers yet? You need still need to watch I still that. Haven't. I haven't. You know what's funny? I used to watch, like, Space Ghost Coast to Coast when I was, like, six. Space Ghost is incredible. Or Harvey Birdman. Yeah, like, don't... Going back to, like, those shows, like, there's some really good... The timing on those jokes is so good. Mm-hmm. And just how like, absurd uh, some of them are. Like, the, fl- the... Not the Flintstones, the the uh, Harvey Birdman episode with the Jetsons, where he's like, we're from the far-off year of 2004! And he, like, looks at the calendar, and it's, like, 2005. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just uh, the, the Space Ghost part, or... Uh, where he sees the ant, and he's like, the ant's dead. And then he see uh, a few minutes later he's like, "There's another ant. I think it's a twin." And he's like, "Well, it's probably it's probably not the same ant." He's like, "A second ant?" <laughs> Just weird stuff like that. Like it doesn't make any sense. That's but. why it's funny though. Yeah, like it's a, it's stoner humor, but it's real. It's done really well. Mm-hmm. And that's another Pixar movie. I would I would pay to watch a, a Pixar ghost, <laughs> space ghost, coast to coast. I'm really upset that uh, the Mario Brothers movie was handed off to Illumination and not Pixar. Like, why? I'm sorry. I was. I didn't hear a thing you just said. Oh, uh, I said I'm. I'm really upset that the Mario Brothers movie was handed off to Illumination and not Pixar. Yeah, like, they. they like you. Like they're Nintendo. They could give it to anyone, but they're like, yeah, let's give it to the guys that made uh, Minions a thing. Like what? It's just, Pixar could have, if they would have shown it the love and care that it, they could have made such a good movie. Yeah, and or even just like my hopes of a Waluigi spinoff would be that much closer to reality. It'll be like they they keep it'll be like uh they keep making Cars movies. It'll be like let's keep making Waluigi only movies. See, you're saying that is a bad thing. All I'm hearing is <laughs> wow. what I want the re- for the rest of my life. All I'm hearing is wah. <laughs> uh, but is that is that All it right. for questions? Yeah, that's it for questions. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope there was some spicy hot takes. Sorry, I know this episode wasn't 
as like comedic. I mm. think it was still pretty. It was just yeah, comedic. more conversation. And I apologize yeah. for losing steam as uh, the questions went on. I am, I am very sleepy right now. I'm actually I'm actually very tired too. So. Uh, usual things. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the Hugger Derek YouTube channel so you could see uploads. Uh, I make regular videos and upload the podcast as well. Or if you just want to listen to the audio, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Radio Public, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you find uh, Radio podcasts. Public. Our Lord and Savior, Radio, Radio Public. Public, Radio <laughs> Public, and don't forget Radio Public. Radio Public. That's next that, podcast. Public. That's all I'm gonna say. Radio, Radio Public, Radio Public. Radio. You'll be like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Radio Public. Radio Public. Radio Public. Radio Public. Radio. And I like when Pokemon like they say like half their name because it's mm-hmm. like a short sentence. They're like Pika P, Pikachu, Squirtle, Squirt, Squirt, Squirt. What is squirt. it? <laughs> Reminds me of a. Uh... My girlfriend, whenever she sees Micah, uh, like half the time, she goes, Mika, me! <laughs> Mika. Me! But you gotta do the, the high pitch, me! You're, oh, you're, you're cutting off over here, so oh, I can't okay. really you know, my, hear what you let's see, Let's see if you can hear me this time. She goes, Mika, me! Oh, God, no, it, it keeps cutting out. On oh, your yeah. audio, it'll sound fine, okay. so the, uh, you'll, the you'll, you'll audience hear will hear what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, she, you know, tell her to come up with something for me when she sees me. All right, I'll... Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, oh yeah. So uh, and make sure to write a review on iTunes. That helps. Follow us on Spotify. Uh, share with your friends, your families. Trap down your grandparents. Make them listen to it. It'll reinvigorate their sex life. Of course. It will make them more horny. Grandparents, did you know that, that the the screenplay for Soul was worked on by Tina Fey? I didn't, but that gives me even more hope for it. That's weird, but okay. I actually, I like cool. Tina Fey. She's funny. She she worked on the screenplay for Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, and if uh, as always, I usually put out a call for questions. But if you just want to send them to me, just to, to have them ahead of time, you can DM me at Hugger Derek on Twitter or Instagram. Or if you know Colton in real life, you can just ask him, find him, kiss him, do whatever you want. You've earned it. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want for twenty dollars. Uh, five. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, is there anything else? Oh yeah, I'm gonna put the link to uh, my friend George's video that I edited for him uh, in the description. Please go check that out and subscribe to him because I edit for him. So that'd be cool. Get Derek is there anything? Keep Derek employed. Keep me employed. Times are tough, man. I work for Smarties and scraps of uh, table scraps of ham. So it sounds like the life. I blow people for bottle caps. Anyway, uh, is there anything you want to plug, Colton? Nah, nah I'm good. Maybe, uh, maybe a certain uh, platform people can find you on. Nope. So that they can look into your life and nope. tell you that they love you. Nope. <laughs> maybe give you a kiss on the lips. Nope. Make a YouTube channel already, Colton. Nope. <laughs> You're an entertaining individual, and people want to see you. you Got to keep them wanting more. Just get naked. I, I already am. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, as a, I've been just real quick. I've 
figured out that uh, uh, editing a video podcast would actually not be super difficult. No, so honestly, it's, video. yeah, I, I have to get a better web camera and all that. But at some point, I would like to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. We love you. We want to kiss you on the lips. Goodbye, mm-hmm. everybody. Goodbye and good night or good morning or whatever it is. Whatever time of day it is. We want to kiss you.